0: Dirty.
1: You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's bowl after bowl with your
2: hosts, Lorian and Spencer.
3: Don't tell me high. Listen, we may be a little high, I mean late.
2: Sir Spencer and Dame DeLoria. Clothing is optional, but pot is not bowlafterbowl.com oh the bowl after bowl guy you better be streaming sats in New York you want
3: some cookies look at those guys
4: wow (laughs) wow would you look at those guys would you just look at them right there on a Tuesday night Back at it for another one. This is uh bowl after bowl. It's episode 184. Wow. And uh yeah, cruising right along. It is August 23rd, 2022. And I'm Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City.
0: And I'm DeLorean. And you're here with us in the bowl. Yeah. Be
4: listening live with that lit live item tag at a Podverse or CurioCaster. You might be uh, hanging out on the No Agenda stream or the Bowl After Bull stream, which can be found at stream.bullafterbull.com if you want the pretty user interface. Or if you want to cut right to the chase, the raw MP3 file, we'll get you at uh, bullafterbull.stream. We'll get you there. It's all the spots. All the spots. Or, of course, you could be listening to this in the future. And maybe it's not Tuesday night where you're at, whether you're in a different time zone. Or whether you're just uh, catching up in a podcasting app. No matter how you found us, no matter what uh, your listening habits are, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're around. And we thank you for joining us.
0: Yes. Thanks for being in the bowl.
4: Thank you, by the way, Lorian, for being in the bowl.
0: Oh, yeah. Anytime. A wild,
4: Every time. It's uh, been a wild week.
0: Yeah. I a week. I know
4: that uh, sometimes we just say it's a wild week and really it's not, but uh, these last <laughs> few have just been packed man
0: i never lie about wild weeks
4: uh you know it's a wild week when uh you're hitting micro center for the third time in the same week
0: and oh we, my we
4: had talked about uh two micro center trips during the last show
0: <laughs> yes
4: we already went over like our bountiful mechanical keyboard scores and uh
0: birthday presents for birthday
4: the kiddos yeah. we scored another birthday present Uh, this last time around. But, uh, so, we go to Micro Center twice in one week, right? Yeah. And then they hit us in the mail with this, fuck, this, this coupon booklet. It's beautiful. The OP sales event at Micro Center. Best deals of the year. Save hundreds in coupons and discounts. And y'all, I could not stay away. I could not stay away from this thing. What do we have? We had, uh, that I got. What do we have that I got? Well, first of all, uh, what we had that I didn't get. Which I, these coupons don't expire until October 2nd. So like, there's this piece of me that will probably go back and do another build. Just at these numbers to have a machine for my dad's house or something. Because the two coupons that I didn't use are processor and motherboard combos. And uh, you can get an AMD 5, 5600 processor and Asus uh, B54 M Pro S motherboard combo. Uh, for 150 bucks for the two of them. Or they're giving you a free Z590P motherboard if you buy one of those new uh, Core i7 Intel mm. processors. Uh, if you buy that at a discounted rate of 200 bucks, they give you the Intel motherboard free. Or the, uh, yeah, the Asus motherboard free. Excuse me. 200 bucks for a $350 i7. Plus they throw in a $200 uh, motherboard for free. Yeah, well, one of those two is silly. I gotta I, I think I gotta go back. But what I did get was uh a terabyte SSD. They had a a three D NAND, you know the little ones? Like the little rectangle ones. So a terabyte SSD, those are usually hundred forty bucks. Twenty bucks. Yep. I got another SSD. It was like a two and a half inch uh you know, you need the little enclosure for it. So I got the enclosure. Those are usually 150 bucks, twenty bucks. Damn. And then uh, I got the, their uh, two terabyte uh, Barracuda HDD. Usually fifty-five bucks, twenty bucks. All those were twenty bucks. I was like, absolutely out of I my know mind. we had a
0: handful of things, and you're like, this isn't even a hundred dollars yet.
4: I know. <laughs> I. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I finally uh, jumped off the ledge and got a three D printer.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to play with that.
4: The Creality Ender Three Pro is like their uh their one back version from the current one but 99 bucks i couldn't uh i couldn't walk away from all that so yeah. we're gonna try that out maybe pop uh, 3d print some goofy bowl stuff
0: definitely goofy bowl stuff is the plan
4: we of course got all of the typical colors
0: purple green
4: You were like, you got to get red for the lips. You got to get red for the lips. I was
0: thinking about our uh, original logo. Mm -hmm.
4: So we got black, white, purple, green, red.
0: A glow in the dark.
4: Did we get the glow? I think we did. I think
0: so, because I was like, oh, you can outline it, and it'll glow in the dark. (laughs) I'm picturing like a little keychain, after bowl keychain. But the colors were weird, and I'm glad that they had printed... Squares of them so that you could see what they're gonna come out like. Cause I grabbed what I thought was lime green, yeah, and then when I looked, compared the number to the square example, it was like an ivy, like a pale green.
4: Yeah, it was. It was it not was a sickly green. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we called an audible on that. Yep. I, we also stowed away for Christmas this like maestro ebook that's like usually 130 bucks. It's just like a little shitty. um laptop yeah it's a little laptop it doesn't even have like ethernet's like wi-fi only thing it's a little f- uh it's just little yeah just so little but per- perfect
0: uh, for a five-year-old
4: that's what we want to make like um just the education only type stuff and it was for 40 bucks so we were like uh 40 bucks to have like a little computer to do school stuff on that will probably help us in the future so
0: yeah Yep, it's
4: not too early to teach them how to code, I guess.
0: No, I don't think it's ever too early. We
4: got to teach them how to type in, and then uh, work our way up from there.
0: Personally, I think that our eldest is gonna love typing. Yeah, I think so. I think it's gonna help her with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, got a lot of stocking stuffers for uh, Christmas. That webcam for yeah, ten bucks. Ten
4: bucks is a twenty-five-dollar Logitech cam. They just had all kinds of crap, man. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. All of them are like one-use coupons, but I mean. I don't know. I'm still looking. We'll at these. find out. I'm still looking at these builds. Like, uh, yeah. If I could, if I can double up on those stupid uh, hard drives, man, that would be silly. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that it tracks your account. Yeah. Like when you use it, you use. They it. They
0: scanned your coupon. You're done. Mm-hmm.
4: You're done, bro. You're done, bro.
0: Yeah, 150
4: dollar SSD for 20 bucks. That's all you need to know, bro. Yep.
0: And That's they were stocked up on them, and there was a lot of people at the oh, micro center.
4: Absolute zoo there.
0: Yep. Most people I've ever seen there. It was packed.
4: Yeah. That's what the employees were saying to you.
0: Yeah. Well, good day for a uh, commission for those guys.
4: Kinda. I mean, you're getting commission on a little $20 hard drive instead of the full $150 commission you would usually get. I'll
0: upsell. It's your job.
4: Yeah. Don't you need two? Like, no, I just need the one that's 20 bucks, man. <laughs> like, I don't even need these, but I will need them. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I will make use of them. I will put them in some machines. I was thinking of... Uh, Jamming the SSD into that uh, Think Center that we got. Yeah. If not directly in there, then maybe just... Uh, like, we got that enclosure, so popping the enclosure and then USB into there. Somehow.
0: Sounds like a plan to me.
4: Somehow. We'll do that. Had a happy birthday for Ray over the weekend.
0: Yep. Yeah, our eldest turned five, Saturday. Best birthday day of the week.
4: That was a great one. Yeah, and Saturday birthdays for the win.
0: She told us she wanted to ride a train... And go to Penguin Park, which is a playground with giant animal statues that have like slides inside of them and stuff. Like, there's an elephant, obviously a giant penguin, but the penguin doesn't have anything going on. You can like yeah, they filled stand it in of it.
4: a long time ago. I don't know why it was like a, the thing inside got run down, and they just like oh, it's too dangerous. They filled it in.
0: Oh, our eldest shares a birthday with cotton gin. Oh, look at that. Happy birthday, cotton gin. Happy birthday, sir. <laughs> so then I was looking for trains that she could ride. Because, <laughs> you know, she we go to Union Station all the time. Mm-hmm. And she has, we rode a train once to Massachusetts. Well, three trains, you know. She probably doesn't remember. She doesn't remember. But she, she knows is. that she's done it. Because yeah. I've showed her pictures and we've talked about it a lot. So she really wanted to ride a big train. But I found a miniature train the Northern, Northern Kansas City Miniature Railroad. And it's all volunteer run. It's like 75 cents a ride. But since it was her birthday, they gave her a free ride. Yep. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I You didn't know about it. You'd never seen it before or been there. And no. And it's damn near 30 years old.
4: Yeah, it's 30 years this year.
0: So now we know. Wild. I think it's a great meetup location. There's yes. a playground like right we next will to it. We'll have
4: to do a meet up there at, at some point.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun.
4: Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Also had our sonogram.
0: Well, before that, we also had a double yolk <laughs> egg. We did. We had a double yolk. <laughs> was, how egg. could I forget? Really cool. Well, There's just a huge egg.
4: That was cool.
0: We're like, whoa. And you were like, that's got to have double yolk.
4: I knew right when I picked it up. I was like, this is big. This is a double yoker, dude.
0: You put it next to the other eggs and it just was gigantic.
4: Dwarfed them all. (laughs) Yeah. I posted some uh, pictures on Nas of it.
0: Yep. Yep. So, and it was a double yolk. So the kids were real excited about that. Yes. We were cooking breakfast and Ray, our oldest, she was still sleeping. And you're like, I got to go wake her up. I said, well, I'll just take videos and picture you. No, no, I got to wake her up. Yeah, I was like. And I'm glad you did, because she enjoyed that.
4: I went and I got her. I yeah. was like, hey, we're going to crack that double yoker, but do you want to see it? I wanted to wait for you. And she was like, she didn't say anything, but she nodded her
0: head. <laughs> yeah. She was still rubbing her eyes, but yeah. she was like. Not quite awake yet, yeah. but yes. <laughs> Couldn't do it without her, man. No. Big moment. It's true. Yeah. And then we had our sonogram. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was horrible.
4: <laughs> the experience was... It's
0: a- the worst experience I've had in any of my pregnancies. Yes. I mean, I felt more disrespected yesterday than I have actually in a... Maybe since Walmart kicked me out for not having a mask on or bounced me and wouldn't let me in. And it was mm-hmm. like rain and cold and I was pregnant with John. Like, that was pretty disrespectful and I was upset. <laughs> Oh, no, I remember. They were counting people at that point in time. They were like, we're full. like You have to wait to come in. You can stand right here. No. And I was like, no fucking way. I'm not waiting to enter a Walmart. I'll go buy some more, something somewhere else. So anyways, we went to get our sonogram yesterday. And I had warned Spence that, like, I got a text message reminder, you know. And the first one said, come 15 minutes early to fill out your paperwork. And that's all it said. Then the second one came through. And it was like, come 30 minutes early, masks are required. And I'm like, I'm not doing the mask thing. You know what I mean? That's fucking over. Yeah, way done. No face diapers. Never done it. Like, Also, rarely asked to do it. Well, we walk in, and I've got John in my arms. Spence has the two girls. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for my appointment. And no one's really saying anything. All the staff is masked up. And then finally it comes up, and the lady's like, you have to wear a mask. And Spence goes, no, thank you. And I just, like, shook my head now. And (laughs) the lady goes, well, then you're not going to be able to wait in here. Like, you'll have to go wait outside. Like, you can't wait in the waiting room with your kids. So we're like, okay, that's fine. But this is already fucking stupid. So we go stand in the breezeway, like... There's a front door, there's a the little breezeway, and then there's the door that enters the lobby slash the hallway to the ultrasound rooms. And so we're standing there in that hot fucking <laughs> room thing with the kids, playing games with them, having a fine old time. People are coming in and out. And I finished filling out this paperwork, which I had filled out online, so I don't understand why I had to do it again. Um, but anyways, I send, she said, the kids don't have to wear masks, but you do so brilliant yeah i send my kid in with the paperwork i said just go put this up on the counter for me she's like okay she goes and does it you know and they're real nice to her well then this the lab tech comes to the breezeway to get us and she says what did she say she was like the
4: she was like you stay out here and watch the kids and we'll go back and then like we'll call you in at the end and we'll be able to show you some fun
0: stuff yeah and she but she said like the room's too small for all of you so as I'm I'm like, no fucking way. I've never had to do the ultrasound without my family. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just fun to look.
4: It's like a special moment in the whole process.
0: Yeah. Imagine if it was the first kid. Well, I guess we wouldn't have had kids to fill the room, but. <laughs> right. Uh, so she's like, you have to put your mask on from here to there. And I'm like, no. And I just like, <laughs> she hands me one and I just put, hold it up five inches in front of my face. Like, I did not put it on. I just held it up in the air so that if she turned around, it's, like, blocking the view of my face. (laughs) But there was inches between me and the fucking paper throwout, useless, pointless, piece of shit face diaper. I just
4: don't even want to be, like, the reason one of those gets thrown into a landfill, you know?
0: Exactly. And so we get to the room. And I put it on the bench and she keeps her mask up and she's like, I don't care. Like once you're in the room that you don't have a mask on, like I'm cool with that. And I was like, oh, this is so bullshit. you're so fucking cool. I said, first of all, I've never gone through one of these without my family. And th- this is like really disgusting me. I said, second of all, I said, I didn't get any notice that there would be like a mask requirement because I would not have done business with you if I had known. This is such a crock of shit. I said, you know, I've heard that people over the age of 16 have reached, like, 95% immunity, so why are we playing these games? Oh, well, it's just our company policy. I said, well, it's bullshit. And I said, and now my kids got to wait outside. I fucking went off on her, and then I started feeling dizzy, because I'm laying on my back, and I don't know why. It's just, like, I can't lay on my back. I have to be on my left side. So I started getting, like, the vasovagal, like syncope where you know your vision starts like coming in and out and mm-hmm. i started getting like pale and clammy <laughs> and she like called this other nurse and but i was like i can't pass out here these people will fucking jab me or something <laughs> like i don't trust these people oh, because yeah. they're not treating me with any like i'm uh, they're not treating me like i'm a human they're just robots they're man. just robots and so and I cannot explain this to you well enough. Like there was no separate hallway, there was no like long building we had to walk through. There no, were no it's just other a people shitty passing. Shitty little medical
4: building. It in was a, a
0: lobby with four doors. Yeah, and she wanted people to wear a mask from the front door to the lab door, and like as if that changes something. As if we're not still breathing the same air. It's you know? just one like, of
4: those things where it's like theater. With just these little simple gestures, you insult my intelligence while revealing yours, you know? Definitely. Like, you're going to play these games. On the surface level, you can tell. Like, it doesn't take a fucking genius. I don't have to go to medical school and get a fucking MD to tell that this is dumb. It's just dumb. Anybody can tell that it's dumb if they're just being honest with themselves. Nobody wants to be honest with themselves. And then apparently if you go to medical school and get an MD, then you're just a fucking... Uh, indoctrinated robot. Not that, you know, any of these people (laughs) had MDs or not. I have no fucking idea. I don't know. Probably not.
0: Well, turns out the girl that brought me to the room was training, so then this older lady comes in. Oh, nice. Her face masked up. And I said, I literally cannot understand you with a mask on your face. I'm hard of hearing. And the, (laughs) the lady says, well, we're not gonna, like, tell you anything unless something is wrong. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then... They turned the screen, so I couldn't even see the screen while they're doing the, you know, like rubbing the thing on my belly. And the lady goes, oh my gosh, this is the cutest baby we've seen in a long time. Like, not that babies aren't cute, but this is the cutest. And I'm like, okay, I would love to see my baby. Like, (laughs) you know, no big deal. There's no big screen or anything. It was just like a little computer screen. They turned it so that they could see it, and I couldn't. And then I'm just like coming in and out of consciousness so i said hey i gotta lay on my left side you're gonna have to deal with that (laughs) and the older lady that was training the younger one she's just like oh yeah that's fine like he's probably laying on and she said some acronym Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay whatever well the baby was sitting cross-legged so they're like do you want to know the gender and i was like yeah well, we can't we can't see right now, and I'm like, well, I can just shake my belly or like move around. <laughs> Do and the Santa Claus. I'm babe. like, I will get that baby to open its legs. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, like we're gonna know. I'm like, this is not gonna be a complete waste of my time. No doubt. Oh gosh, but um, yeah. So, uh, anyways, I'll just skip ahead to where they were like, oh, can, I saw that. I put my phone. I was holding it in my hand because I was genuinely scared to be alone in this place. (laughs) Like, I started freaking myself out. You know how my imagination is. Yeah. And so uh, I had my phone in my hand. The lady's like, sorry, I can't let you hold your cell phone while we're doing this. Okay, whatever. So I had put it on this bench. There's a bench in the room. And all you and the kids could have fit on the bench. But, you know, it's a small room. It's not six foot safety You know, it's not six foot distance or whatever the fuck game they're playing. So she's like, is your husband like, where's your husband? Is he still outside? I said, I don't know. He called me. So I said, my children had to use the restroom, but obviously weren't welcome in here uh, because they can't go unaccompanied. So they probably walked over to the gas station. Yes. And um, she's like, (laughs) yeah. so she's like well i'll i'll hand you your phone and you can call him and then she opens the door and then she just goes oh is does your husband have a mustache (laughs) like yes but then i'm like there's nothing strong (laughs) sorry plenty of dudes have mustaches yes Yes! so it's not like that really nails it down you know but she goes well i'll let them through this side door there's a door right across from this lab door like yeah Two yards.
4: There's an extra. There's an external door a and side then door. Not even two. I would say it's. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe yeah, a yard and a half. I don't.
0: know. Yeah, a side door. One sneeze we? away. A sneeze away.
4: <laughs> One sneeze away from the. Uh, yeah, from the lab that you're sitting in. There's an external door that we've just been standing there the whole time, except for when the girls just like couldn't hold it and they were like, "Well, I gotta go potty," so I walked to the gas station and back. <laughs> Because they were treating us like lepers.
0: Are you gonna tell that story?
4: Well, they f- <laughs> we went over there, right? And we get in there, and then there's this guy just like <laughs> moaning like a goat in there, dude. It was like to the point where I almost want to say something, but then I was like, uh, you know, you never do that kind of stuff.
0: And I'm surprised the kids didn't say something. Surprised too. Relieved,
4: <laughs> but because uh, they always say ignorant shit in the back. Yeah, but um. He was still just, like, in there, like... I was like, dude, somebody might have to call an ambulance for that guy or something. I don't know. And then we get out. There's a fucking trail of corny shit from the entrance door going back to the bathroom. And I, like, look down as I'm grabbing the girl's hands. And I'm like... They're, like, almost in the line of fire for it. I yank her out of the trail. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I tell the guy behind the counter, I'm like, yo, uh... You might want to grab this. There's like poo on your floor here, trailing through there. God,
0: it's so gross.
4: I couldn't believe it. I walked out there. I was like, well, uh. this, he was probably uh, having some definite problems, dude.
0: Yeah, pooping all the way to the stall.
4: Good God.
0: And then having issues there, too. Yeah, you told me that story I was after. I just saw all this I- part of the day, and I look <laughs> up at this
4: guy and I was like, you better have a boy for me in there after all this shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <it's> so <laughs> So the um uh, nurse or whatever they are, the lab tech, the older one, she gets you guys in there. And <laughs> I feel like they didn't even build it up or anything. Oh no, she asked the kids, she goes, What do you guys think mom's having? And Rayla, our oldest, she changed her mind. Okay, for months she's told me, I know it's a girl. I know it's a girl. She says, "I think it's a boy," and I was just like such an eye roller. I was like, "You seriously?" And Asina, my three year old, she's like, "I think it's a girl," and the lady's like, "It's a boy," and they both just kind of like blank stared ahead, you know. <laughs> but uh, and I was like, like, "Yes, yes, yeah, exactly." I said, "All right, now we're all tied up: two girls, two boys." John's not going to have to fight these battles alone against his sisters. He'll have a brother. And then, uh, you know, baby number five down the road will be the tiebreaker, which will be really uh, a heated battle <laughs> of wishing and hoping from the kids. But yeah, so uh, then, you know, usually you could do the sonogram and they print pictures for you. Mm-hmm. They're like hemming and hawing about, Oh, is this hooked up to a printer? We're not going to be able to print pictures for you. So you you can just take a picture of the screen with your phone. And I just looked at Spence in complete disbelief. Like, can this really get any worse? How how much worse is this going to be? <laughs> it can get worse. <laughs> but they did figure out how to use that printer. And they printed me like two shitty pictures. The shittiest of my four sonogram pictures that I have.
1: Yeah, Like, the yeah. baby's
0: nose is really cute. I'm like, oh, yeah. We make cute babies, uh, you know? And then, like, a wiener picture. But it doesn't say, like, it's a boy or anything. It's just no. like, oh, there's his penis. <laughs> like, just there's a, a penis picture and a nose picture. Okay. uh, So then we go to leave, and the lady goes, well, since you're not wearing masks, I'll just let you out this side door. You know, the one that we came in. <laughs> and what did you say?
4: I was like, oh, the colored door. Okay, The
0: colored door. <laughs>
4: It's like, all right, I see. I see And how She this was is like
0: going. trying to say, you know, she's like, there's no there's no checkout process, like but for you, because you don't have a mask on. Like I really felt like that's what she was saying, because she never elaborated. She just goes, There's no checkout there there's it's just how since fucked you don't have a mask on.
4: It was just like any other uh <laughs> like the hippies use the back door, uh yeah. anything in history of like this second class type shit they've pulled on people. Like the colored theater entrance. It's the same fucking thing that's going on. Right now, before our eyes, and these fucking retard[s] think that they're on the correct side of history, and they're doing the shit again—the same shit they pretend to be against. It's—it's—it's absolutely—it it boggles the mind. It's dude.
0: disgusting, it and also, the mind. Uh,
4: and they fucking wonder like how atrocities happen and shit. It's like, well, because people like you enable all of that,
0: Sheeple like you, yeah. yeah.
4: You just go along with a, a rule that makes no sense because it's a rule. And so any rule can roll out. It doesn't matter. There's no limit. There's well, no limit.
0: Downtown, they have the lights on the buildings and they'll write words on it. It might have been one of the hospitals. I'm not sure. I just saw a picture and I didn't immediately recognize the building. But it says, VAC to school school. V A C C to school.
4: I thought yeah, somebody posted that of of, of uh, Chicago.
0: Oh Chicago? I thought it was KC. I
4: think it was Chicago. It was in our but... KC
0: group, so I was just like, what an irony. You're to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. But you, no matter where it is, like the fact that it's still being pushed and people are still going along with it, like uh, pay a little bit of attention, yeah. right? Like
4: No, it's exactly like those uh studies they did where the
0: Oh the blue participant red. has
4: to uh no the participant has to deliver a shock. If like the uh, the person in the experiment gets a question wrong, only like they're the actual. They think that they're running the experiment, that they're an assistant, <laughs> but they're actually the one uh, who is being experimented on. Yeah, and it's just like how far will they go? And uh, all, all was, like, the way
0: for a lot. It's like
4: almost half the people killed the person in the experiment because a person in a lab coat told them that that was what was the rules. Like that's the rules. Yeah, it's disgust. sorry. Like that's just the rules. Like. Oh, they're non responsive and they're like dead, but they're still like administering a shock.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's disappointing because I'm not really seeing masks all over the place. No, I
4: went, I walked to the quick trip. I didn't see any other masks other than in that building where everybody had them. I see masks when
0: I go to the post office every time, and I'm just like, yeah, well, in the city for sure. (laughs) But yeah, up there. It was so disappointing. So I do, I, I will say this, I see my midwife next week, and I'm telling her, and I told the technicians, I'm having her remove you guys from the list, because of recommended places. Like, I would not have gone there if I had known that they were going to be mask Nazis, you know?
1: hmm
0: That's why I go to a midwife, like, to avoid all that bullshit.
4: Right. Yeah, Please. and if it came down to, the, like, all of that, then we just go without the sonogram. Just take our chances of uh,
0: yeah. whenever
4: it, it's, like, ready, it, it's ready. It was
0: nice to know how far along I am, though. Yeah. Which is what I was, like, most interested in. But I also wanted to know, like, how the baby is placed, like, the position of the baby, which they would not tell me, and where my placenta is, which they wouldn't tell me, placenta placement. It was So just... I have to ask the midwife, and, like, who knows if they even are going to tell her. They were going through her checklist of the pictures she wants, and then the lady was like, well, we don't take that. We don't take that to the trainee. So you better fucking take it because my midwife asked for it.
4: Yeah, you know that who place do you work
0: for? You're supposed to work for a me. Total sham. Yeah,
4: total sham. Never had anything like it.
0: Nope. never again. But <laughs>
4: we got a boy on the way, so
0: yeah, it's exciting. And uh, good. Not married to a name yet.
4: Yeah, still considering things. You Picking know, them so, around.
0: You know, boosting your name.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Boost the name suggestion.
0: Luckily, we're never disrespected by the bowlers.
4: No, bowlers are always uh, showing love. And uh, here week after week, bowl after bowl, to uh, bring value back, because they get value out of the show. That's what it's all about, really. It's, uh, it's a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship we've got going on, you know? That's right. It's all based on uh, the first rule.
2: First rule of being a smoker is it's bad manners to keep bumming all the damn time.
4: Put it all out free in that there's no paywalls, there's no ad reads, there's no uh, bullshit, there's no agreement that you have to enter. Uh, there's no copyright. On this material there's none of that kind of stuff it's just there it's out there it's for you to enjoy and for you to get value out of it that's how it's designed we design it to be valuable not to everybody uh because it's not everybody's uh, cup of tea we get that but uh we want it to be valuable to the bowlers and that's who we focus on and um, that's who we make our pitch to and we ask if you find value in it to uh give that back in some way there's a paypal it's a little donate button on the bottom of BullAfterBull.com and all the pages. And uh, also, all of the Nude Podcast apps are just waiting for you to strip off all your clothes and download one. NudePodcastApps.com And you can get little bits of Bitcoin. Throw them in there and uh, start boosting and streaming away. And we got polar streaming us sats every minute. We've got boosts coming in with little messages of encouragement. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So we always want to thank people here early in the show. Uh, For all of the value uh, that they give us. And it did seem to be a hot week in the PayPal, which we appreciate. Because all of the servers, all of my Linode servers, um, are spun up and auto-paid out of that. uh, As well as some uh, web stuff. It keeps us online, keeps us powered up. So I want to definitely thank the people that came in on the PayPal. as That's loading up here. Uh, Here we go. It looks like uh, Sharky Shark came in Woo! with a little 420.
0: Yeah, Sharky.
4: So uh, thank you very thank much you. for that. Appreciate you.
0: And health karma to you.
4: Yes, uh, he actually passed his stone. Ooh. We told he, to- he told us in the chat. Uh oh, I'm in uh, I'm in your boat, Sir Spencer, because mm. I'm got the kidney stone myself. But he passed it quickly. Quickly,
0: yeah. Thank goodness. And it
4: didn't seem to have. He uh, had <laughs> a photo there in the bowl earlier. It didn't seem to have those. Uh, Nasty
0: the blades, crystal <laughs> blades
4: growing off of it that are just like cutting you on th- the way out. So, uh, thank goodness. I think that's probably what took so long on mine, too, is those things were just jammed into whatever and just hanging out. Gross. So, congrats, Sharky.
0: Yes, I'm glad that that has passed. For passing
4: that and uh, appreciate your monthly donation. That's a month yes. that Sharky Shark comes in. Thank you. Every month. Uh, also. Uh, we did have a note here. I want to make sure. Yes, the Market Surfer comes in.
0: All right. Thanks, Market Surfer.
4: Very much appreciate you. Uh, puff, puff, pass. That's his puff, puff, pass tag. Uh, He says, Yellow Banana Bread's video was so entertaining I had to donate. I only aspire to be that entertaining one day. Toke, <laughs> toke, toke, the Market Surfer. He came in uh, with 618. 618. Thank you. So cheers for that. Yeah, I woke up this morning and <laughs> just on my feed, I don't know, somebody had posted this link to a video um, on the tweeters that uh, it was this guy doing like a parody like of anybody who reads the charts and like you know makes annotations to it, and he <laughs> was just like, mm. oh yeah, well, was, uh, we look at the big one, train, we think people going to see it, we go oop. And then he's like drawing like a green line up <laughs> He's like drawing like a red line down And he's drawing like a gold line to the side And all this shit And just like goofing so hard And <laughs> just hitting <and> cracking up <laughs> I thought dude market surfer is going to think This is hilarious yeah. I, just, I just thought of him immediately
0: It was <laughs> awesome like,
4: uh, If you like it you're, you're looking subscribe. Hope you guys like it
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could, like you, you could
4: make out Like a third of the words
0: <laughs> It was really funny mm.
4: I like uh the Market Surfer's presentation because he clearly enunciates it all, and um, uh, but it was just hilarious. Yeah, you can was... follow
0: along, and he does it daily, so you can track yeah. what's going on.
4: The Market Surfer, he's over on uh, Na Tube. Yeah, and then you can also follow his uh, Podcast Index social account. He's over there too. So thank you.
0: Yes, thank you, and of course we'll have links in the show notes for yeah, all of the wonderful we'll Bowler up. projects. Keep it linked up.
4: Uh, also in the Boostergram world, we get some Boostergrams coming in. That's that bowling pins crashing sound that you're hearing, um, throughout the show periodically. And we wanted to go back in time and start with, I think what we missed, the very end of last show, people had just discovered that you can boost now to Podcast Index, just the website. If you go to podcastindex.org and listen to podcasts there, you can now boost them and boostagram them right from the web interface if you have an albi wallet and the albi extension so you can load sats up into an albi wallet and you can boost directly into that uh mamma jamma just like Booberry did or we like to call him Boo- boobs boobs boost berry oh shit yes and uh Boobsy boosts us with a 17,776
0: Woo. thanks boobs
4: and he just says how fun how fun indeed uh, C Dubs. he was making the absolute rounds uh he boosted us with 420 sats uh at the same spot he says boosting from https colon slash slash podcast index.org slash podcast slash 946122 which is our unique bull after bull uh podcast id he's boosting with Albi, so yes yeah i heard him on uh podcasting 2.0 boosting there i heard him on several other shows he just made the rounds, absolutely spraying it around, letting people know that you can get Albi and you can boost right from Podcast Index. I think that's super cool. And uh, C-Dubs was very into it as well. I love what Albie's doing. I think it's great. Um, I love seeing another way to onboard people. And for us, that's going to be the way that we get guests a split who don't have anything yet. Like, It's going to be awesome because we're going to be like, Oh, you have Bitcoin or if you ever had Bitcoin or do you know anything about Bitcoin or do you know anything about anything? Okay, just add the Albi extension to your Chrome and tell us your shit and we're giving you a split and then you'll have Bitcoin in there and then do what you want to do with it. You know, boost it back to the show for all we care. I mean, if you like really are just that uh, anti, that's totally fine, but we're going to make you like have it and give it back. And I make you have it and get it back. C Dubs does say you should also mention the self-hosting is the long-term goal. And yeah, obviously. We want people to be noted up.
0: That's right. BYOB. Be we your own bank.
4: Make you really want to build a node. We say it every week. You've got to be building your own node. Your node is your identity, and like that's what gives you um gives you full sovereignty over your money and uh over your hard money, your good money. Uh more on that later, though. Eleven eleven coming from Fletcher out of Woo! Fountain. He says <laughs> Thank you for your stick. Thank you. Uh, 5,000 sets came in one, two, three, four, five times for a total of 25,000 sets. Oh. From WKOP Wizard. That's your boy, Justin.
0: Uh, thanks, Justin.
4: So we appreciate you, Justin. Thanks for boosting along. That's in the fountain app, too, as well. Also, trying to line up as many as I could in a row there. 1830 sets again from Justin. Look Ooh. at him go. Look at him go. He's
0: a boost maniac.
4: Uh he's boosting again out of fountain. He said, The earth is round, my ass is flat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers. Cheers to you, buddy. Uh 333 from In4VX. VX.
0: All right. Thank you.
4: Uh oof, that's Stay a While. Uh, that's a boost for Stay A While, well, cool, I'm sorry. Though. But that's uh right. yeah, people are still listening to the album and boosting that. It's a great album. Uh, album me and Herbal Kerbal did. Uh, the famous Abel Kirby of uh, Rare Encounter. You may have heard of it. Uh, 420, that's from Test Toker three hours ago, coming in from Boost CLI, who said, "Tok Tok Toast. Uh, boost uh, from Test Toker 420, out of CurioCaster just moments later, Toke, Toke, Toast, I'm so high. Hell yeah. So thank you, Test Toker. You. He's testing us, making sure that everything is uh, working out just fine. Uh coming in from Podverse where you can now boost uh and boost a gram. Forty two thousand sats. Woo! Uh he's at it again. It's Zosobi Booberry, Freak of Hazard, Mothman and the Miniocalypse and the Horror of Yig. We yes. want to get real technical. We always get technical. Oh yeah. When boobs is in the bowl. Uh is your kid on drugs? He asks. Uh and he sends us a link, fascinating link to Uh, Sherburns. Uh, Sherburns up.
0: I want to (laughs) say, put it in the bowl chat.
4: Oh, Sherburn County. So Sherburns Up Coalition. Uh. Dot org slash hips. Can you uh? Can you guess what hips stands for? course you can't it's oh. hidden in plain sight an initiative to help oh. parents and caregivers spot signs of risky behaviors
0: all right i'm gonna look at the picture so it's
4: this shitty picture of like a, a bedroom. teen's bedroom with some clothes on the oh. floor well he's got which,
0: a got weed poster okay
4: he's got clothes on the floor with the air duster under it air duster can be used as an inhalant uh-oh, uh-oh. so it, okay there's the red flag <laughs> under his bed is some whipped cream ready whip Whipped cream canisters can be used as inhalant. Oh. What else has he got? Oh, hidden food slash excessive supplements. It's Protein a really- powders, shakes, bars, and tablets can be signs <sighs> of a disordered eating behavior. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, he's full of them. Smiley face flask, most commonly used to conceal alcohol. He's got a High Times magazine. That's a dead ringer. Uh, uh, yeah. Shaver could indicate self-harm or preparing drugs oh such as marijuana or cocaine. You ever uh, prepare what? your marijuana with a shaver?
0: No. Uh, a stick razor? Like, I have
4: no idea. It c- just says shaver, but oh, it's not big enough. I don't even enough. see it in the picture. I gotta zoom in here.
0: Uh, I, like, I see the lava lamp, No, it's and I'm just like, a
4: dumbass... It's like a standard two-blade razor.
0: I see a blue lava lamp, and I'm thinking, my kid's pretty cool.
4: Hey, if your kid has a standard <laughs> two-blade razor, he may be preparing drugs such as marijuana or cocaine. What if they just want to
0: shave that little ugly mustache coming in?
4: <laughs> no. They're on drugs. Computer? Internet Uh-oh. access and 24-7 communication can make teens more vulnerable to high-risk situations. If there's a computer in their room, they're probably on drugs. Uh, <laughs> Their bed? Oh, no, this is by the cell phone. Cell phone?
0: This is insane.
4: Laptop. Rampant access to online media and social media can lead to struggles with self-image, self-esteem.
0: <sighs> oh, allergies! Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> a
4: backpack on the door? Oh, check your child's belongings if you suspect they might be.
0: Man, no, don't. Oh,
4: but then the most obvious, there's this big-ass poster that says, Got weed on the wall.
0: Yeah, that was the first thing I saw where I'm like, well, okay. Marijuana poster.
4: Posters in a teen's bedroom that glamorize your favorite drug use can be indicative of attitudes and beliefs that may lead to experimentation and use. Yes, if you have a fucking weed poster on the wall, you probably smoke weed. That one is, I would say, a pretty good clue.
0: Who are these people?
4: Uh, these Sup. people are SUP,
0: substance the use county. prevention coalition. Yeah,
4: the county preventionist the group. The
0: county, I guess. Yeah, this. These are the preventionists, creepy. man.
4: They're they're always the most wackadoo people.
0: Tall cop trainings in
4: uh, t- in government. Oh. And in drug policy in general, yeah. So there you go. Thank you, Blueberry, for sending that. No, oh, thanks, Boobs. Uh, this is fantastic entertaining. Fantastic link, fantastic link. Oh, uh, 4444 from Cotton Gin Tonic. Woo! It's our boy Cotton Gin out of Fountain. He says, "Congratulations, y'all."
0: Thanks, Cotton well, Gin. Thank
4: you, and happy uh, belated, belated birthday again. Yeah. If I would have known, I would have sent you a goat or something. Uh, 333 coming in from Servo, who uh, says slash Lenny. I think he was playing IRC games with Gal through the uh, boost bot, which is possible. Uh, C-Dubs was upset with Chad, but he didn't, uh, yeah, he's just throwing nine sats at it. So what can I say? Uh, 5,000 sats, though, from Tom Starkweather.
0: Ooh, thanks, Tom.
4: Who is boasting, uh, he was boosting off of (laughs) CurioCaster. No, he was not boasting, he was boosting. Although, uh, he should be boasting, because he's heading heading out of New York. He's getting out of there, yes. Yes, to Virginia, mm. I think I read.
0: Congrats.
4: So, way to be. Uh, Cotton Gin Tonic coming again with 444, you dirty whore. He's uh, slash shrugging. So I think they're playing with the bots in the chat via the boostograms, which is always a clever. <laughs> uh, C dubs, I am shit boosting, he says. Let's get our verbs right, okay? He is shit boosting. <laughs> and I say that one right out of the chat. If you're not, by the way, hanging out in the bowl, uh, you can get there. Click on Listen Live on our website. There is a Kiwi link. If you are, have never done IRC before, then just click on the Kiwi, pick a name, get in there.
0: Yeah, I've never done a chat. I'd do one.
4: You should do. And one. you should
0: too. It's like a show within a show.
4: Uh, forty four, forty four, from Cotton Gin. This time out of Curiocaster, he wants to tell us congratulations, y'all. So thank you from multiple apps. Yeah, we appreciate that, Cotton Gin. <laughs> making the rounds, making the absolute rounds on it. 69 from c Dub's just saying let's go, but he's using Boost CLI. Fantastic uh, <laughs> and unique app. It's the only app I am aware of that runs on the command line from your own node. So no uh, no nothing. You can go straight to our value tag from your node. That's uh, something special and unique. 333 from Thor the Wonder Hammer. I was wondering oh. when he would poke his head in here. Uh, out of Fountain... And he is, uh, I guess, giving Phoenix the whole load. Hell yeah. So there's that load. C-dubs is saying boost clit. Uh, that's not what my thing says. Mine says boost CLI. <laughs> Buddy. 6969 uh, coming in from Phone Boy this time.
1: 6969, 69,
4: dudes! And Phone Boy says he is putting out good vibes into the universe. Love you, Phoenix. Alright, thanks, Phone Boy. So sweet. Uh, 33 sats coming in, not once, but twice. Ooh. From n 4 vx coming in on that live tag. And then thirty-three,
0: alright
4: All right. In4VX again. He said bull after bull is lit. You know it. That's that live item tag in action. So lit, says C-dubs from Boost CLI again. Uh, 10101 sats he's sending that time. Big boys. All right. Coming in. Turning it all around. That was a big thing. Uh, out of Fountain, 33-33, coming in from Phoenix. Uh, she says, Phone Boy and Thor, wink. I love you both, but I'm not playing tonight. Oh, game's off. Game's oh. off. 42-42 from Oma. He's coming in I'm with already. Fountain as well. He said, Stick this in your pipe and smoke it. Well, let me give it a taste. Here. Oh yeah, that was nice. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Appreciate you, Oma. And appreciate all the bowlers.
0: That's and, right. Uh
4: it's not only pure value in the form of uh monies, either dollars or sats, that uh you can give back in. There are many ways to return value and be a part of this thing and um to sh- to uh unmooch yourself. Starting with just passing the bowl. It's the easiest way. It's not difficult. You just uh, puff twice and then Passed to the left, your friend that might enjoy listening to the old bull after bull.
0: That's right. And then, just being in the chat, that really helps out. And you can timestamp funny parts of the show or, you know, if we have a technical issue that needs to be resolved.
4: Never happens, but...
0: No, of course not. But, you know, anything. Funny parts, sad parts, good stories you liked. Uh, You can just type ISO ISO, into the chat and it'll timestamp it for us. And uh, in the post show, we go through and we pick out the best, what we think is the best one
4: Yes, that's for all a provided. cold open. All provided by Gal in the chat, who is uh, a bot created by Servo. We very much appreciate And a hot tip, while you type ISO, you can uh, append any sort of message afterward, which is really helpful. So if you say ISO and then the phrase you're ISOing.
0: Yeah, that helps us out so that we can pinpoint it on the audio file. Just in case we're a few seconds off. Or whatever. And then, of course, we have a voicemail line. So you can give us a call and say hi. Or if you're voice shy, you can text us. And every week, we have a first time I ever topic. This week, the topic is the first time I ever regretted something. All you gotta do is pick up your phone and... Call
1: 816
4: Three six six three and the
1: play
0: We will play it and we will not screen it. We're just gonna play it, so
4: yeah, just go in there dirty.
0: That's right. Yeah. And
4: uh, also taking texts too if you're voice shy or whatever, your signal's a weak, you can't get a call in. Uh, you don't want people to know your real voice or identity. Anything like that, uh, we can still figure it
0: out. That's right. Oh, well, you want to hear some magic number stories? I
4: would love to hear some magic number stories. Okay. Uh, but first, we typically do this little thing that we like to call... make really want to
0: Oh, I just figured I get the boring stuff out of the way. But. Oh, this is the boring stuff,
4: trust me, trust me. Oh, i no, no, get no. this out of the way. Just, I just rolls in from Sats to uh to this thing.
0: Yeah, cuz you got to build a node.
4: Yeah, you got to build a node and you know, sometimes it's easier than others. I've been working on trying to remedy these tour issues and uh through the show right now, uh everything's pretty groovy. We're getting invoices in, which is really nice. Uh people are streaming Sats per minute, people are sending in Boostigrams. Uh, because of the Tor woes, I've been dropping peers steadily. Right now we're at uh, 16 peers connected.
0: Oh, boy. It uh,
4: should be about 25, so um, it's, just, it's just a little bit irritating. But uh, no the uh, the node, they tell me Tor is under constant DDoS attack. Uh, and it's been this way since June. And uh just wrecks the availability of channels sometimes. So what I've been trying to do is get hybrid mode going. So hybrid mode is where you can set up to be able to connect to people over ClearNet, which is just your regular uh, internet traffic, or you can connect to Tor and stay behind Tor. What's nice about Tor is it routes you through several different routers uh, and gives you kind of a level of anonymity. Uh, if you were going to go to ClearNet, the problem with that is if you expose your real IP address, it can be tied to your real location, and thus you have your real location and your node tied together, which is not really the greatest uh, thing to do uh, when it comes to security. So what we'd like to do and what we're trying to get going is hybrid mode, where you can do both, but you send the clearnet traffic through a VPN, a virtual private network. And so your clearnet address that you advertise to everybody, hey, connect to my node over here, over here, is actually a VPN's IP. And then you just tunnel through that to get to your actual node. And you don't have to expose to the outside world uh your true uh, home internet IP plus for most people your IP changes uh you know it's not like a static IP all the time so your ISP will give you a new um IP address over time you know however many however often they do it but uh it's it's kind of rare to have a just regular home internet connection that has a the same IP forever and ever so uh the nice thing about this is is the clear net connections are way faster and more reliable. They're always up. Uh, the ping is much lower on them. Uh, the tough part is you got to set up a VPS and then hook the VPN into that VPS and then make a tunnel from your node to that and then to the, to the outer internet. So I've been working on that a, a little bit, following a couple of guides and I, th- I feel like I'm close. I feel like I'm almost there. What I did and I've, I documented my steps carefully, which I don't usually do, um, took a whole bunch of notes, and uh, I spun up an Ubuntu server, hardened it up, uh, added a sudo user, uh, disallowed root, all that good stuff, put WireGuard on it, generated my private and, private and public key pair, uh, picked an IPv4 address range that wasn't going to conflict with any of the other machines on my network. I did not do IPv6 setup, I just skipped it for now. Just running IPv4. I don't know. Maybe I'll do the IPv6 eventually. It's like a lot of more steps. Mm. And every time I mess with IPv6, it's just like, it hurts me. So I figured, you know, if somebody like directly needs it, then I will uh, enable it down the road. But for now, like, I just want to get the thing working on 4. Yeah. Uh, Made a WireGuard config file and uh, added some settings to that. Adjusted the server's uh, network configuration in systemcontrol.conf. Uh, configured the firewall, UFW stuff. Enabled and start the system control service so that the uh, tunnel is always open. Then went to the Pi. I went to update Pi, by the way. When you are on Linux, um, periodically you've got to use uh, apt to update your packages. And uh, typically, if you're a sudoing user, you do sudo apt update to check what's updatable, uh, or upgradable, I should say. So, every time I've called this, since this whole Tor debacle has been going on, one of the steps is it does try to get some uh, package updates through a Tor Sox proxy. And uh, the socks proxy always times out. It's always like, could not read header response before timing out, or whatever, whatever. So, while I'm doing all this shit, it was like in a nice a decent mood for once and actually got upgrades to tour. So like I was like, Oh hooray, maybe this will help some of the tour connectivity stuff. But I don't know, apparently not since I'm still like dropping peers as we speak. And I don't know if it'll go lower, go lower or if it'll pick up. I've tried jiggling all the handles. What I didn't do today was I did not reset the node because it's a Tuesday. We're only in a showtime. Uh, I've gotten flack from this before. And I just I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have the node go offline today. I'll have it maybe after the show, or maybe tomorrow, or maybe you know like wait until nobody's directly trying to stream and boost and all this stuff. And I'll just like do the reset then. <sighs> we put we put uh, after updating the Pi, which I thought would help. Toro I apparently has an installed WireGuard on the Pi side. Generated the private public key pair there. Uh, and then you make a WireGuard guard conf- on the Pi, set your private keys up there. You tell uh, you tell it the public key of the server. You tell the server the public key of the Pi. And so then they're supposed to pair up at that point, right? And this is where I'm kind of stuck. I've added the pub key of the peer on the VPS. I've added the pub key of the VPS on the Pi. And at that point, you're supposed to get like some kind of a handshake is going on and like we're actively tunneling through but that's not really going on right now so Mm. that's what the problem is at this current moment and that was like right before dinner and then i had to yeah take clips and i ran too long i should have i should have stopped before i stopped actually because i always think like oh it's right there it's so close that's the that's the most irritating part of doing any sort of uh Project uh, t- like this t- technical project, yes, yeah. is like you're like oh it's I'm, I'm like two steps away, but those two steps could take uh, ages. They yep. could take absolute ages. So I don't know. I probably just have an IP address wrong in the wrong slot on some one of these config files or something. Uh, it's a little bit irritating, but uh, I will figure it out.
0: That's right,
4: and I'll get through it. And once I do figure it out, I will uh, be doing my own version of how to do this cool walk it through so that uh, maybe other people can... Because if this works out for me and I get better connections, uh, it may even be better in general just to do a VPS and everything through ClearNet and fuck Tor. You know, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. What's nice to have the Hybrid 4 is there are still going to be Tor nodes out there, and there are going to be plenty of people who just... Install Umbral, don't do anything with it, and just stay behind Tor forever. And in order to connect to them, you have to have Tor. Um, they can connect to you if you're a clear net, but you can't connect to them Tor. It has to be the connection the other way. So like, if you wanted mm-hmm. to open a channel to them, they'd have to peer with you first. Um, so that's the caveat there. But I don't know. Things are working on it. I know c is quizzing me on the chat. Uh, we'll talk post-show about uh, what else going on. And maybe, uh, maybe we can wrap, uh, knock our brains together on it. Uh, Casey Bitcoiners coming up. Uh, we're going to have Bitcoin and coffee on Friday.
0: Oh, yay.
4: 7.30 in the morning at, uh, we, we really love this thou mayest at the River Quay, which is...
0: River Quay? Is that like the river market? Yeah. Nice. That's a great area. So, that's where we will be. Cool. Cool.
4: Ring of Fire 11 and 12 I am organizing, despite this uh, weird hiccup situation going on with the node. And currently, nobody's able to peer to me. Mm. I am not able to peer to anybody else. And I tried to add Boobs. You know, Boobs is my uh, next node in this ring, so I have to connect my channel to Boobery, uh, to Thunder Road, uh, which is the, the node of the road, the node bringing the thunder, and I just get fucking peers timing out, and then um, uh. Trent, he's trying to connect to me. He's getting uh, timeouts to me, so it's just so roughed right now. And I'm trying to iron all of that out. I just didn't want to do a restart like during the middle of the day. So like when it gets really late tonight, I probably like reset it at some point. But uh, we'll figure that out as it goes. I was looking at the Rings of Fire though, so I I did an audible and switched eleven and twelve. Eleven is going to be a one million Saturday, you know. And I've already sent the email out for that. And the 12, ring 12 is going to be a 6 million sat uh, to get my big channel back that force closed uh, with STEM. And I was looking back at all the 10, like we've done 10 rings already. And in those 10 rings, we got 60 channels established and we deployed 80.52 million sats to the Lightning Network. And so after the next two rings go through, we're going to have uh organized and deployed a full Bitcoin to the Lightning Network. Uh just everyone who's participated in the ring. So I just thought it was a really cool uh milestone to point out. Like
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
4: We're just by participating in these rings of fire, we're helping strengthen the uh the whole Lightning network as a as a whole. So uh yeah it looks like after these next two we're going to have uh deployed hundred and twenty two point five million sats onto the lightning network and channels. So, uh, granted not all of those channels are still alive. Like, uh, I think one of those was, um, one of those force closed on me at least by now, but just the point is, you know, we're, we're continually adding to the network and giving people liquidity and providing liquidity, mostly for podcasters, mostly for podcasters in our circle too. That's what's so cool about lightning is like, you know, if if you run your own node, you don't have to worry about getting de-PayPaled or de-platformed or de-banked or any yeah. of this other shit. Uh, you can just rely on your own community and the people who care about you to not only support you financially, but also support you with business services, with payment services, with liquidity, with all of this stuff that the banks are supposed to like give everybody um, this kind of uh, equal access but uh no, no, that's not how it goes. If you don't think the right way or talk the right way or toe the right line or wear the mask at the right time or get the vaccine or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is tomorrow, um, then too bad for you. So that's why that's really the crux and the core of why we say you really want to run a node and you really want to be in control of your own money and your own system that's going on here. We highly recommend it. Um yeah, that was my whole on-chain.
0: All right. How do you like that? I like it. Yeah. If you got node questions, email Spencer yeah. at com.
4: If you got <laughs> node questions, uh, you're not alone because I have a few <laughs> of them myself. So um, that's the thing. That's, that's that's That was the whole point of this segment too, the on-chain, off-chain cocaine shit stain. It's like it may be a little bit cumbersome. And uh, mysterious and annoying and, and word soup to talk about this shit, but it's important. We've got to talk about it. Yeah. This is the only way we're going to uh, learn anything and teach other people is if we just keep talking about it. So uh, you, can, you can count on us to talk about it every single week.
0: That's right. And I will chill behind my umbrella and just do lackadaisically or whatever that word is. Yeah, you've got it nice oh, yeah. over there.
4: No problems ever.
0: Yeah.
4: Umbral is just smooth sailing.
0: Yeah. Uh, if that you're has Dave, been nice, but I feel... If you're
4: Dave Jones or Adam Curry, I guess you can get umbral problems, and that's a thing, but if you're Lorian, there's no such thing as an umbral problem, never has been. No. We've it- lost power. You've knocked it off of the shelf and <laughs> pulled it off. You <laughs> I know?
0: unplugged you, it. You've
4: done so many things to the umbral, and it just it like happen. comes right back in seconds. Yep. It's incredible. I've it's had amazing. great luck
0: with umbral, but... Uh, you know, I'm sure my challenge is a <laughs> And I should just you know, be grateful. For, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful that, uh, Umbral's treated me right so far. So, <laughs> oh, well, there were some magic number stories this week. And, um, uh, these ones that I picked out for the top three had a theme. Uh, in Detroit, serial Metro Detroit airbag thieves were caught in the act. 33 stolen parts found, Dearborn police say. So, yeah, they got uh, two guys who were targeting General Motors vehicles, especially Chevy Malibus, and uh, the cops caught on to it and started watching them. Finally saw them smash out a Malibu window in a hotel parking lot and take the steering wheel off. So then they uh, started chasing them. Dudes let them in a pursuit, but, of course, got caught. And now they're being charged with all sorts of things. Uh, Fleeing, looting, larceny from a motor vehicle, receiving and concealing stolen property, and assaulting a police officer. So, if if they're released, um, they have to wear the little GPS bracelets. So, man, 33 parts. Then, 33 catalytic converters were stolen from Palm Tran Connect buses in Uh, Florida.
4: Heard those are on the rise lately.
0: Yeah, that's the issue that's been going on in the KC Metro that we keep hearing about. You Catalan can always converters.
4: tell. You can always tell when a recession is on because catalytic converters just start disappearing. <laughs> they just left disappear. And right. They just go away.
0: Yeah, where are they going? Well, the city of uh, West Palm Beach let people know that hey, the city buses will still be up and running. They weren't affected. These this was the small shuttle system the city runs. That takes the elderly and disabled folks to their appointments. So they're asking those riders to just be patient as they try and figure out some other vehicles that they can use to get them assholes. (laughs) You know, just I was like, wow, that's terrible. But, yep, they got 33 of them. So, you know, I hope it pays them out. Whatever it's worth.
4: $33 million, there it goes.
0: To stay out of jail for a little bit till you get caught. Lame. And finally... Four people were killed and 33 were wounded in shootings across Chicago over the weekend.
4: Chicago's always yeah. good for a 33.
0: This, yeah, this wasn't related to stolen parts as far as I know. But this one was a doozy because, um, well, there were 37 shootings in total. So they had to separate out the killings from the wounded into the headline to get the 33 number, which yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. 26 separate incidents. That's not an exciting number. Um, one of them was a drive-by, and a man was killed there. He was 33 years old, and this was at a home on the 3300 block of a certain Chicago Whoa. street. Oh, this is too much. Shock full of them, man. Yeah, it was like a top three inside of one.
4: God, we got woke up by a drive-by the other night.
0: We did. Yeah, that, I haven't been startled awake since potentially a raccoon or whatever was <laughs> fucking with the chickens. a little weird. Um, it was 2 a.m., I want to say right about two a.m. Yeah, that sounds right. And these, it had to be like an Uzi or something. They just fucking—it was,
4: was definitely some kind of machine pistol.
0: Yeah, it was some gun that I want a lot. Some kind of
4: Tech Nine or yeah. <laughs>
0: just
4: two sprays.
0: Yeah. And then yeah,
4: fucking it assholes. Was, uh, it had to be like one street over. I mean, it was close.
0: It was very close. Too close for comfort, That's for irritating. sure. And you know what? The first thought in my head was.
1: The
4: chickens. The chickens. <laughs> always the chickens. Yeah, oh, my God. That.
0: I'm like, oh, my gosh, What a stray bullet comes in and <laughs> kills my chickens. <laughs> they're just trying to sleep right now like I was.
4: Oh, man. Oh, my
0: gosh. But it was definitely behind our house, so at least it wasn't on the children's side. Although, I did immediately get up and go check on the children because I'm always... I think that they're going to hear it and wake up and be scared. They're always fast asleep. Yeah. Whenever there's guns being shot nearby, I'm like, jeez, how do you sleep so peacefully? <laughs> like... My heart was beating. The baby was shaking around my belly. I was like, oh, man. And it's like I had just reached deep sleep to the point where it's like going back to bed was pointless. You know, it took me another hour to wind down, oh, to fall man. asleep. Woke up in the morning feeling like I didn't sleep at all. Yeah. Sucked.
4: Uncool.
0: Asshole. So we drove up the street, you know, the street behind ours where we think it might have happened. And there's two blighted properties for lack of better terms just like run down abandoned houses i think that someone's just squat
4: houses and maybe just target practice houses target
0: practice yeah because there's a lot of people shoot off all the time right in that same area Mm -hmm. it sounds like when i hear shootings it always sounds like that corner and now that i know there's those two abandoned buildings like well yeah i guess that's target practice for assholes
4: yeah a little irritating
0: very irritating. And just a reminder, like, city can't be a permanent living space. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but, uh. well, you know what uh I w- didn't think could be permanent, but maybe it is, is this COOF.
4: Oh, my God. People COOFing.
0: No, I'm just kidding. I only had one story this week <laughs> oh, <laughs> involving shit. the magic number, and that's that there were 33 new cases in Arunachal, India.
4: Ah, uh, there's always good one in India.
0: Yeah, they got plenty of people, so it's bound to happen. India. Yeah, keeping the headlines alive with the magic number. But anyways, let's get behind the curtain. Oh, thank you. It's time. It's time to chill and feel. Time exactly. to
4: roll another number
0: exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, now my good old shoe wasn't really in the news much this week, until the weekend. Oh, yeah. When uh, Mr. Dennis Rodman said he was going to Russia to visit Britney Griner.
2: Oh, boy.
0: I was like, oh, my goodness, they're sending Dennis Rodman in. Things are going to change.
2: Have you seen Mr. Rodman?
0: <laughs> have you seen Mr. Rodman? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh...
0: um, and, you know, I was looking for a video of him talking about it. I had no luck finding anything, but plenty of uh, outlets have reported he said he got permission to go to help her, which means he got, like, visa approval from Russia. Or at least that's what the journalists have interpreted that as meaning. Yeah. You know, who can you trust?
4: Trump, it was like, uh, you ever been to uh, Russia?
0: Have you ever been there, Dennis? Yes, I have,
2: sir. How many times? A
0: lot. <laughs> yeah, I did see a quote from him in a, an article where he called Putin a cool guy from going previously. I believe during the Trump administration. Of we- course...
4: When you told me that Rodman was uh, reported to go be going over there, man, it like really activated the almonds, and I had to like remember Rodman. You know, like I uh,
0: yeah.
4: had to really like think about the Rodman.
0: And what did you think? <laughs>
4: well, you gotta think a guy like Rodman. Now, remember, he he did a lot of the North Korea North talk Korea. to Kim Jong Un like exactly. a personal buddy stuff.
0: Yep, and he went the over there. Multiple times. He went
4: out there a and lot. Yeah. When not a lot of people go over there. There and
0: were negotiations pe- involved. That's right. With the Kenneth Bay guy. He got him out from North Korea. And so, then...
4: with Rodman, I don't know a lot about Rodman in the basketball days. I never really followed basketball much. But, uh, the first time I really saw much about Rodman was... When we, right after Trumpy won, we went and we, like, just watched all of the episodes of The yeah. Apprentice that we, ever happened.
0: That's right. We binged The Apprentice. We were like,
4: who the fuck is this Trump guy? What happened here? And we just watched all The Apprentice and we read uh, Art of the Deal. Yep. And figured all of it out.
0: Uh, to the best of our ability. To our best, yeah. <laughs> we just
4: kind of, like, got a, like, refresher of, like, all right, what's out there that we can learn? And so, Rodman is an interesting guy. Um... With his persona, especially his public persona, now you have to take that with a grain of salt. Definitely. Because there's celebrities, there's actors, there's whatever. You know what I mean? And Dennis Rodman could be one of those guys that just blends in by hiding in plain sight, by sticking out like a sore thumb. Uh, I don't know. I don't know really what to make of him. Uh, You would have to think... So Rodman is a guy that... uh, seems to struggle with a a few different addictions yes um in the apprentice he was always like leaving the task he couldn't stay on task for an entire like you know 24 hours or anything like he'd be like disappearing and then showing up later uh he'd be like drinking during the task cranberry vodkas. give me them cranberry vodkas. Uh,
1: little vodka cranberry again, little vodka cranberry out the ass.
4: <laughs> taking yes. some vodka cranberries out the ass.
1: Give me a drink and give me some
4: champagne. He was always uh going real hard and he loved the way I couldn't, fucking uh, I wanted this clip, yeah, there- my favorite Rodman clip of all time. And I'll find it for next week or eventually. We're just like. I love Russian bitches, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah. So I mean, I mean women. I mean, say women. I mean, say women.
1: Yeah.
4: It was, but he's like, it he's was just like, bro, I love Russian bitches so much. <laughs> like, uh, it was hilarious which would have been perfect for the exactly, for yeah. the segment. But I think that obviously, so there's a like a obviously there's a Trump connection there. He's on The Apprentice. He's been on The Apprentice. I think a couple times, right? Didn't he come back twice? Yeah. And um, he's a guy who. From, like, from just knowing him at an arm's length peripherally and not really knowing him or not really, like, I never see him in any interviews or whatever. I didn't even see him play basketball that often other than he always had the crazy hair. You know, he always had, like, the wild-colored hair um, on the court. So, like, if you'd see him in highlights... I never watched a lot of basketball, but, of course, everyone's seen the highlights stuff. Yep. So, you know, you'd always know which one Rodman was because he had the crazy hair. And then, of course, he's got... Uh, where he's wearing a wedding dress or whatever, like he's always just doing outrageous stuff, right? He married Carmen Electra for like
0: nine about a hundred hours or something, yeah. yeah.
4: Um, Madonna too, so you know he's just like a he's a wild guy. So he's going over to North Korea. Uh, I think at the end of the Obama era and the beginning of the Trump era, he went. Yeah, and you gotta wonder. So he's gotta be first of all a guy who's uh. A guy who's into a lot of different addictions like that, whether it be like drugs and drinking women, uh, is a guy that you can probably control or entice somehow. Um, But who's he working for? That is a big, like, question mark. And obviously, there's some sort of overlap into the Trump circle there. I think that's, like, pretty clear. Yeah. But I think it's bigger than that. And then you've got to wonder, okay, there's a... when you when you take trump world when you take uh basketball world you gotta think maybe some mob stuff or underground stuff
0: yeah definitely
4: <laughs> that's interesting when you uh juxtapose it over this grinder situation because remember we've been saying there's no way that this whole kerfuffle going down is because girl had a weed pin on her at the airport Exactly. Right? Like, it's not about weed. There's something deeper to this whole thing. And so now if they want to send Rodman in to do something, who's Rodman? Why? And that's always what the media comes down to. They like always like feverishly report it everywhere, anytime Rodman's going. But then it's always like, why Rodman? Why Rodman? He's just a crazy guy, you know? And it's like, mm, there's a reason. There's yeah. definitely a reason. Why? I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. But uh, man, when I heard Rodman, I was like,
0: are you kidding right now? <laughs> yeah, I was excited yeah. uh, when I saw that story pop up.
4: I'm just <sighs> and then they. I got... wish he would have gone to Vancouver. Where are you coming
0: from? Vancouver. <laughs> too seriously. Love the
3: strip joints. Yeah. Oh my god, those are awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you kidding right
1: now? <laughs> wow. Are you kidding <laughs> right now?
0: Hyped <laughs> <laughs> <Hived> up. <laughs> Man, I gotta think though. To people who, um, you know, have suff- struggle with addictions. Yes. Are a little bit easier to control, maybe, you know, like a good asset to have.
4: <laughs> I think so. I think so. And when Rodman goes somewhere, it ain't just Rodman going by himself, you know, Rodman goes everywhere with bodyguards and a posse and all this shit. So maybe Rodman going somewhere can get a lot of people somewhere. Yeah. And maybe somebody else special who needs to do something at a certain time with a certain person Yeah, or whatever. Especially
0: but. since the media's eyes will be on him. Correct. So then they're not on... Anything else.
4: Dude is like seven foot three or something. I mean, he's an enormous dude walking down the street. You know, you can walk behind Rodman and no one will see you. Yeah. No one will see you. So you've got to wonder what's up with that. You've also got to wonder because like you told me Rodman was going and then what'd you tell me?
0: Well, let me first say that uh, some senior officials, first they were unnamed and then I found a video of this uh, Ned Price a senior Biden administration official came out and said, you know, if Rodman goes over there, he's going to complicate the release of Brittany Right. Because we have this back channel of communication established. And right. that's the only way that the Russians want to talk to us. And so we really don't want him to go over. We really don't want to go over. He's not going over on behalf of us. He's not going over on behalf of the U.S. government. They just, got, just kept in that over the weekend and yesterday um but then today around three o'clock yahoo news came out with a story dennis rodman reverses course says ah. he's not going to russia to seek britney griner's release
3: you want some cookies
0: and again i can't find any direct videos or quotes of him saying any of this stuff you know i can't find dennis Telling anyone, hey, I'm going to Russia, hey, Brittany Griner, blah, 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 or hey, I'm not going. And Yahoo is the only one that's said he's reversed course. There's plenty of other outlets that are just picking up on the Rodman story at all. But they say, according to Yahoo, that he told some media person in a Washington, D.C. restaurant. Oh, beautiful. That he wasn't going to be going.
4: Like probably was sitting in the rib joint at a house of cards.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, so he's in DC, huh? Hey,
2: you know what you should do, Dennis? You should do a good job. Don't play games with me. If you're a smart guy. Don't let me down, Dennis. I'll fire your ass so quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all theater. Um, and that just, it was crazy when Rodman it, got pulled into it. It and- just
4: brought me back. It brought back a lot of memories of Rodman. Yeah. And uh, his appearance on the. uh, On The Apprentice, it ended up being kind of sad, the whole thing.
0: It really was. Because he just couldn't
4: stay on task and on focus. And then, of course, he went on to do, like, celebrity rehab with uh, Dr. Drew and some other stuff. And uh, he's kind of one of those uh, celebrity shit shows, you know? Like, Andy Dick, I think, is another good example of just, like, a celebrity shit show. Who's, like, you know, they never have their shit quite together, but it's always very publicly. And, um... I don't know. Everyone's like,
0: look at those guys. Wow. Yeah. You can't help but look at a train wreck, you know?
4: Right. <laughs> but then it makes but- it just makes me wonder, like, how much is surface level? How much is show? How much is milked for the publicity? Like, yeah. what are all the different pieces going on here? Because there's always more under the surface I feel like than what we really know and then what's like given to us at face value so that,
0: absolutely I think
4: it it opens up a lot of interesting questions and especially with the whole grinder thing it's like oh well they're trying to get Rodman activated like are they just trying to like speed things up are they like you know obviously it's an independent thing it's not state department it's not you know the whatever the fucking White House is right now you know you could say it's uh Obama people or you could say it's uh, whatever the fuck but obviously it's outside of the scope of all of that. Yeah. Is it in the Trump circle? I don't know. It might overlap it, I don't know. But it's definitely something else on its own. And what are they what's what's their interest? Is is Gritney there a fucking guy? Are they like, "Oh, we got to go get our guy. They got our guy." What like it really makes you wonder, man.
0: Yeah. It's interesting for sure. And like I mentioned, with Kenneth Bay being released from North Korea after Rodman went over there. And then there was that student that was being held on suspicion of espionage yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's right. He got... Now, Rodman... I remember seeing the interview with Michael Strahan where he was, like, crying mm-hmm. about this. And he's like, I had nothing to do with them releasing that guy. But they released him right when Rodman showed up. And come to find out the kid was in a coma... And died once he got back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, he never woke up from his coma. So it's all weird. It's like Rodman goes over to this foreign country where the United States is having turmoil with, you know, this is the this is the bad guy right now. We're talking about nuclear war, nuclear blah, blah, blah. Then we'll send Dennis Rodman in and then we get our hostages out or whatever.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's weird. And then so then to pull that with Russia. And he's been to Russia. And he's talked to Putin. And like I said, there's a quote where he says Putin's a cool dude.
4: All those guys know Rodman, so, man. And that's, I think, because he casts a very large shadow that some other people can stand it.
0: Yeah. That's my personal definitely. theory anyway. Another thing I noticed was that when he was going to North Korea, he was bringing a lot of Irish media with him. And I thought that was interesting, just the tie to Ireland.
4: Mm. Irish mob.
0: Irish mob, yeah, maybe.
4: I like I that know. angle.
0: Yeah, there's some th- just some things. <laughs> it's
4: all within the realm of possibilities. Oh,
0: definitely, and uh, and also the realm of make believe. Maybe you know. Correct. Like, <laughs> yes,
4: absolutely. Wow, look at that.
0: Yeah. So uh, gotta. And I want to revisit The Apprentice with him just to get that Russian bitches clothes. Oh
4: man, I gotta. It was killing. I'm me, gonna that. bring better because I was just pressed and rushed before the show to. Uh, Get all yeah. of these cookies out the ass clips. I'm
3: sorry, it was some cookies out out the ass. It was some cookies. Here they go right
0: here. Boom out the ass. The music bed is so painful. I know it sucks having
4: the fucking music, <laughs> the dramatic music.
0: I also love Joan Rivers' love for Dennis Rodman that went down during that season. Yeah, that was pretty cool.
2: What's up, Dennis? Are you talking
0: to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. The new president of Colombia has proposed decriminalizing cocaine and marijuana, which I thought was great timing after Biden's little memo that we're going to just shoot down any planes coming out of Colombia that yeah. we suspect have coke or weed on them. Yeah, what's that all about? What is that all about? Well, uh the deputy a deputy national security advisor for the White House, Jonathan Finer, said, quote, the US and Biden administration is not a supporter of decriminalization. Which so I was like all about? hey, weed activists, take note. Right. You know, and also, hey, people watching the Grittany situation, take note. Like, know,
4: he never was on <clears throat> he never was on our side.
0: Yeah. So uh then there was an unnamed ex DEA official in this article from Wappa Wappa Wappa, the Washington Post. Who says that this move, if Colombia does decriminalize cocaine, would limit the agency's ability to collaborate with the Colombians on drug trafficking investigations. Oh, no. Of course, billions of U.S. dollars fund destroying the coca plant down Mm -hmm. there. They've trained military folks just to destroy this plant, burn the fields and whatever.
1: I think it's very bad for our country.
0: But since... uh, Drugs were declared public enemy number one back in the Nixon days. You know, the cocaine trade in Colombia reached record levels. It's uh, no bad publicity. eh? Right. (laughs) Drugs bad. Oh, drugs, drugs. What is drugs? Drugs, you say. (laughs) Uh, I guess cultivation tripled in the last decade. Oh, jeez. So uh, U.S. officials are allegedly planning to meet with President Gustavo Petro next week, and he took office in Colombia two weeks ago. So they uh, he's also talked about teaming up with Peru and Bolivia to try and get them to also decriminalize or legalize cocaine so that they can start putting pressure on the UN to renegotiate the international drug conventions. Those guy's making some moves just by uh talking, you know. But again, it's one of those things where I'm like, man, I don't like it when you don't take action, you tell everyone your plans, you know, because
4: yeah, you, you're
0: going to get... uh Just
4: do the thing first.
0: Do the thing, yeah. That's Well, you know, we're already heading down there to have a little talk, have a little chat. So how's that going to go? Probably not great. <laughs> oh, Mars Candy Company won a lawsuit this week against... An edible company that made Skittles copycats. Oh boy! Yeah, you've seen them. Yep, it's a, a bad move to try and copycat a uh, well-known brand. I had
4: a bunch no of what you're doing. I had a bunch of Jesus pins like that when I was uh, like in junior high and high school.
0: Jesus pins. Yeah, they
4: had like parody everything but Jesus. Oh. Like they'd have a Mountain Dew logo, but it would say Jesus meant to die instead of Mountain oh Dew. My goodness. Or like Jesus meant to die for you or like uh sun kissed but it'd be like S O N but it'd be like the sun kissed logo just like all these parody pins that my mm. church camp sold
0: but yeah, parody law yeah so i guess they're okay but when you're selling when a- you're
4: selling a product it's different yeah
0: but that but did you buy the pins yeah we well, were the sold a I product. guess i sold
4: a product yeah i guess so you're right i don't know i don't know what's the difference between parody and not parody
0: Well, I think this company was like Skittles with a Z, and literally the logo and everything. I think it's
4: like you're not doing it to be funny; you're just doing it to jock ride. You know? Yeah. Because what's his homeboy did the dumb Starbucks? Remember that?
0: Oh yeah.
4: And that was fine. That was fine. He just was like brewing shitty Folgers coffee and then writing dumb Starbucks on the on the sign.
0: You know that it's not a Starbucks because it says dumb Starbucks. Yeah,
4: it's parody because it is literally a joke.
0: Yeah, Skittles. With a Z, you can read it quickly, and your brain can it just see. Could be Skittles confused with, an S. with the
4: actual brand, yeah.
0: And especially when it's a red package with the rainbow colors, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
4: It seemed like they were yeah. asking for trouble. They
0: were definitely asking for trouble, and it was a long time coming. This was in the pipe for a while.
4: Yeah, I remember. I remember it being a story before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Interesting move in California where Governor Gavin Newsom has vetoed the safe consumption site bill. Oh. Yeah, I think this is three weeks after it got sent to his desk.
4: No drugs at the DMV then?
0: No, no DMV drugs. That's, we like to imagine the safe consumption sites being like a DMV building, you know, and recruiting narcs. Because I think that's exactly (laughs) what they plan to do. It would
4: be an absolutely terrifying place no matter how it was (laughs) rolled out, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a flop house, but it's run by the government.
4: Yeah, what could go wrong?
0: Ugh, and there's nurses on staff wearing face diapers. Oh yeah, yeah,
4: medical professionals. Medical professionals. Because we have like, we've learned how you know, great those people are.
0: Yeah. So I saw that he's uh, considering a presidential bid too. I thought that was interesting. Oh Newsom, yeah, Newsom, yeah. Uh, I mean, who is JCD's right? been
4: uh, saying this whole time is uh, Newsom is the guy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And the Biden administration, of course, is like they have a deadline to reveal their position on safe consumption sites or DMVs where you can shoot up or do whatever drugs you want under uh, the watchful eye of Big Brother. And that's uh, the end of September. So I had thought, well, maybe he wants to see what their position is before he comes out with one. (laughs) But now he vetoed it. So we'll see what happens next. In Idaho, Kind Idaho, filed their medical initiative for the 2024 ballot. So they'll start gathering signatures. to Try and get that going. Um, It's privately funded with a a woman who's used medical pot and a veteran who has PTSD. Um, And it looks all right. Six plant home grow, 4% excise tax. They put licensing and regulation under the Department of Health and Welfare. So it's a while in the future, but, you know, you got to start. You got to start somewhere. It's true. In Illinois, regulators issued the final lottery-selected first-round conditional pot dispensary license. So they did it. They did it. They finished the first round of, like, 185 licenses. Wow. Got them all out.
4: Finally did it.
0: Despite all the lawsuits and hiccups and more to come, for sure. Oh,
4: yeah. That ain't over. (laughs) Yeah, so. yeah, they're saying.
0: This is going to keep going. This is going to keep going. I mean, this is just the first round, so. Yep. Got to wait for the big fish to come swallow them all up. Um, A former prosecutor got two years of probation for her role in a Western Maine weed operation. This is, of course, the Emerald Market situation where deputies and cops were selling weed hiding behind a medical dispensary license and they were selling it in and out of the state, uh, $13 million worth of weed and of she was in on it. They've have the evidence against her was that she had text messages showing that she alerted her neighbor, one of those deputies that feds were investigating him and another deputy for their role in selling weed outside of the dispensary. Um, So um, she was also ordered to pay a $2,000 fine. And like I said, two years of probation. I was like, how did she get such a low go, you know, low punishment? Well, I'm sure being a prosecutor helped. It doesn't hurt. uh, Having a good attorney helps because they really wrote up about the attorney's arguments here. Um, You know, she pled guilty to one count of tampering with documents as part of a plea agreement in March and federal prosecutors had suggested zero to six months in jail, which is already way below the federal sentencing guidelines. I pick zero. <laughs> but after the lawyer told them, like, hey, she's a single mom to three kids, she has an extensive background in civil service, including serving in the military, he was able to BS his way to probation in $2,000. Wow.
2: Yeah. I like money, though.
0: Yeah. So, that's... That's crazy. Uh, This whole case is crazy. Like, the amount of people, the corruption, you know, exposed. All these insiders, essentially. Government workers, spooks, working together to peddle on the Emerald Market, you know? They wait till it's the Emerald Market.
4: Well, yeah, that's where you got this sweet little spot.
0: An illusion of safety.
4: Where you can pick it up in this location for super cheap, and then you can get it off in this location for super expensive. Yep. Yep, but, And you only have to break a few laws instead of like all of the laws. But still. But federally
0: like, illegal. You're breaking
4: all the laws no matter what. Even if you're, you know, smoking finger wag legal weed, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm just like. No, still this, illegal. This, if she wasn't a prosecutor, this is a federal, you know, you're going to federal prison for being involved in this. For moving weed over state lines without a license. And I mean, you, there's no interstate commerce yet. Right. For no licensed folks anyway.
4: Cross state license, yeah.
0: So, but you know what? This next story kind of addresses that because there was a federal appellate court that ruled Maine's law prohibiting non-residents from owning medical businesses unconstitutional.
2: It's a step in the right direction after all. After all, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction after all.
0: This article quoted a senior counsel Dude from Perkins Cooey, who of course is head in the charge yeah. to roll out an uh, standardization of testing and all things weed. Some of the yeah. dirtiest
4: DNC lawyers in the business, yes.
0: Yeah. And uh Perkins Cooey, right up front in their standard testing white paper that was published um, that we talked about a few bowls back, many bowls ago, uh affirmed that. This kind of backs up the Dormant Commerce Clause interpretation, um, which, of course, you know, prevents states from enforcing laws that restrict interstate commerce unless there's specific instruction from Congress. And then they point to the rohrabacher Far Amendment that gets renewed year after year since 2014 in the annual spending bill, which bans the Department of Justice from using funds to interfere in state medical weed markets meaning that Congress hasn't criminalized it. So they're lacking that specific instruction, which means prohibition states have no right to stop interstate commerce under this interpretation. Nice. Um, But of course, I was like, wow, this is like spiraling out of control quickly Mm -hmm. because that would be a huge win. But what's the scope of an appellate court? Uh, Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Puerto Rico, and Rhode Island for this one. Mm -hmm. So... An- another appellate court could take up the same issue and come to a different conclusion. You know, they could say, no, the residency requirement is fine. Right. And then what's going to happen? Well, I guess eventually we would go to the Supreme Court.
4: Yeah, and then you'd have to have them actually take the case.
0: Y- yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, the folks who are focused on this concept of social equity are pissed because they think that... um. You know, they look at the zip codes of where there's been a lot of, we're on drug arrests. Mm -hmm. And they say, hey, that's like, we have to be able to discriminate based on residency. It's for social equity. Nope. This court said no.
4: Finally, some equal protection comes into play. I feel like uh, we've been lacking very hard in equal protection this whole time.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, this was a step in the right direction. Definitely. Definitely. It was interesting, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes from here. You yeah, know, one little win. Ba- yeah, baby steps. A battle steps. won. Uh, here in Missouri, regulators are asking for public comment on how the new approach recreational law should be implemented if it passes in November. <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. I oh. would
4: say. Pass it, but uh, just delete all of the penalties off.
0: Exactly. I already submitted that comment. <laughs> um,
4: yeah, get rid of the penalties.
0: Yeah. Any uh, get rid of the criminalization, gotten rid of. The licensing to grow at home, get rid of. That's too complicated. Yeah,
4: any licensure process, get rid of. the lo- License by a lottery.
0: is terrible. Yeah, look at Illinois. A
4: lottery? No, get rid of that, too. Exactly. There's a lot of dumb shit in there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a terrible bill, you know. It's like, oh, it's recreational it's, weed is exciting, but like this is
4: especially with the state of both medical and D eight right now. I like why? Why would we want to fuck this up? You know? Yep. I don't know. I I'm gonna have to hear some way something way more convincing in order to support it because as as it stands right now, it's just it's like we have this thing. Where you know, whatever, people can go get the fucking smoke. So then why would we add these weird penalties to the constitution? And license by lottery, which is fucking rigged as everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Our medical- I don't
4: know. I just don't see it. You know, like I wanna support um legalization measures always, just like
0: but free market.
4: But it's like it has to be good. It, it can't, has a it can't repeal be a dog shit. It can't be it can't <laughs> make things worse. And yeah, it has a repeal prohibition.
0: Yeah, all I care about is repealing not, prohibition. Not
4: further enshrined prohibition, but only up to this amount. Like, it's only this amount. Immo- Who gives a fuck about the amount, man? Right. Who gives a fuck about the amount?
0: Yeah, you don't ask me how and many tomatoes i If I'm you growing. do,
4: if you do, the Constitution's not the place, okay? If you want to be a little fucking ninny about it and say, well, we you 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 can only have you We got to know that. We got to know that. Whatever, put it in a statute. Then the thirty-five grams—that's decrim right now. stay you know, put it. Just put it in a statute or something. Yeah. We don't have to fuck the Constitution. The Constitution's supposed to be simple and clear about shit.
0: It's supposed to be.
4: It's supposed to be.
0: But our medical initiative sucked too. I passed. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> we have, you know,
4: as far as the home grow limits, six at each stage is. I see way more restrictive ones rolling out all the time.
0: Yeah, but that's if you're a licensed patient,
4: right? I get that.
0: And then for recreational, they're like, "Oh, oh, you're not going to be in a database. You have to get a license if you want to grow." You know, like that's fucked up.
4: Part is stupid. It's it's just unnecessary. That's the thing. Like it, they act like it's you're handling fucking dangerous chemicals and nitrous and uh, you know, uh, or no, fucking nitroglycerin or some shit like dynamite. All this different. They act like it's like. A meth lab that's gonna explode if you grow some fucking plants in your like closet, or in your yard, or wherever the fuck plants grow. It's like
0: yeah.
4: some simple as plants, and then you cut them and dry them.
0: Exactly. And then you fucking put them in your pipe and smoke them. Yeah,
4: it's just a plant, dog. Yeah, and Den and Colorado has it great. Colorado's you have the plants and you grow them wherever the fuck. Just Grow your own plants. Anybody can. You don't have to ask nobody.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how a lot of the recreational states have rolled out. This is just the new approach method, you know, adding all this criminalization. Yeah. Uh, You know, you can look into who their backers are.
4: It's an encroached approach. (laughs) Encroached
0: approach, absolutely. Uh, But, you know, they um, got their signatures verified, which was interesting because uh, the Missouri Independent wrote about this and no one else did. Of course, the Missouri Independent was also the one saying they don't have enough signatures. They don't have enough signatures. Like three articles came out saying they're not going to make it to the ballot which was such an eye-roller. Says like, come on, dude. This is a professional operation with a lot of money backing it. They're on the ballot. They've got it secured. Well, I guess that uh, signature validation was outsourced to a third party. So instead of waiting for all that certification, whatever, to come in, um, New Approach asked the Secretary of State directly to do its own, their own review of the signatures Mm. and they provided them with a list of signatures that they felt were incorrectly disqualified and lo and behold just a few days later secretary of state comes back and is like oh yeah you have enough valid signatures to be on the ballot Wow! wow. interesting move right like i hadn't heard of something like that going down before and um yeah but a a lawsuit was filed against the initiative already and I think this happens every time. Yeah,
1: it
4: does.
0: Um, yeah, backed by the Colorado based Protect Our Kids PAC.
4: Oh, beautiful. Filed
0: specifically by Joy Sweeney, who lives in Missouri and is a staff member of Community Anti Drug Coalitions of America, or CADCA. So the argument in the lawsuit is that the language of the measure certified by the Secretary of State violates the state constitution's single subject rule. Of Hello, course, Nebraska. Yeah. Hello, South Dakota. Yawn. Yeah. And then it uh, complains that there's reason to believe there weren't enough valid signatures collected, which I guess is like, what? Then you want someone to go, like, count them all. Yeah, they call them the
4: (laughs) Secretary of State a liar. I don't know.
0: Right. But these things never pass. You know, there's never any.
4: They still hating, but it ain't working.
0: Exactly. Now, it's interesting, um, you know, that single subject rule coming up because Nebraska made the news this week. Unfortunately, they were unable to turn in enough valid signatures to get their medical initiatives on the ballot, and they had to have two separate initiatives because they got fucked by that single-subject rule last time around. Um, And, you know, I had reported, right when it happened, they lost one of their top donors. Uh, Two, really. One died and one became terminally ill, so they pulled out. And so they were relying on volunteers, and when you rely on volunteers to gather signatures... It rarely makes it to the ballot. Yeah. So that's a bummer. I'm bummed for them. And so, you know, try again. Or maybe some federal crap will fall through. But, yeah. Governor Caillou will never let weed be in his state. <laughs> he thinks THC kills teens.
4: Yeah, well, I don't know. You lost me, and he thinks. Yeah. Jerk.
0: Pete Ricketts. <laughs> Oh man, rickety cricket. <laughs> A New Jersey judge says drug recognition experts can be admitted as evidence in workplace impairment cases and also driving impairment. Mm. He, uh, this judge has decided that oh, these experts that uh, counts. No, as reasonable evidence for impairment, and that's stupid. Ooh, yeah. Now well, that's why I don't live in New Jersey.
4: I'm an expert. Call me.
0: I know, right. <laughs> Call Mm, me to the courtroom. Definitely stoned. Mm, Yes, definitely stoned.
4: we are like, whiz he high. I'd be like, "Uh, who? What's it? What? Are you talking to me?
0: I remember talking about these experts. I call them uh, DREs, Drug Recognition Experts, DREs. (laughs) uh, And they were doing all these, hey, come smoke pot in front of us so we can see what changes, and then we'll be able to recognize it anywhere. It's like, you got to be choking me.
1: Wow, are you kidding me? (laughs)
0: Not a joke, unfortunately. You kidding me right now? And then to count as, like, evidence. One person's objective opinion. Oh, yeah, they were external, you know? Like, I looked at them. They were definitely high. (laughs) That's just great. That's, wow. It's bullshit. Also, uh, there is a story that popped up. A Jersey City, New Jersey City Council president regrets having voted to approve a medical dispensary owned by her daughter when she should have abstained due to an obvious conflict of interest. <laughs> um, but she argues, well, the vote was unanimous, so it's not like mine decided it. And I don't think there's any penalty in the way, you know, any yeah. punishment coming to her for doing that. I guess it, it had been like a six-hour meeting that they were in, too, And so hmm. everyone was just like, let's get the fucking vote taken and get out of here. Right. But it doesn't matter when you're a politician, you know, you got to be conscious of these things and say, oh, hey, you know what? My kiddo is the one that owns that license with her husband. Like, that's their business. I cannot vote for this. Duh.
4: Right. Just recuse or whatever.
0: Yeah. And then uh, have no punishment coming your way. That's just nice. Rules for thee, right? It's pretty
4: cool. It seems pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Like that prosecutor uh, in Maine. <laughs> my
4: dad's not in the Senate, so...
0: I know. i got to
4: figure my own shit out, I guess.
0: I know. My dad's just busy writing fraudulent checks. So. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: never sends any.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, what's that all about? Bio dad. Not really earning the word dad.
2: Uh, hey, listen! You dicks! Send money!
0: See, <laughs> Brooklyn <laughs> sent us the update on these world weed trucks. Yeah,
4: I saw him tooting about that.
0: Yeah, the... Police in New York City seized them again, and this time it's because they're being used to sell weed without a license. Mm-hmm. Who to thunk? And you know, uh, so we first talked about them on episode one seventy when they were towed in June for outstanding parking tickets. Mm-hmm. And the owner said, "We sell CBD products, which you know, fifty state legal under the twenty eighteen Farm Bill." And there's no like explanation of what they're selling either which I think is interesting Um, I don't know 19 vans seized hit operators with 6 criminal court summonses and 5 parking tickets so it's like more parking ticket stuff but I also have an article in the show notes where they paid off $200,000 of their $500,000 parking ticket debt and established a payment plan to get that other $300,000 paid off so it's just like dang Coming for them. Pretty wild. Yeah. But I do think it would be bold to, like, be a street vendor selling weed, if that's what they're doing, you know, if it's tea, you know, <laughs> like what you find in a dispensary. I don't know. I don't know. First thing that came to my mind was a uh, New Jersey weed man, you know, because he's had his shop for so long just selling weed till he gets raided. Right. And then right. opens back up just keeps doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... Yeah, it happens. And uh, legalization is, you know, it's its a rules for these situations. It just creates new cartels. Yep, exactly. Yeah,
4: so. Government protected ones.
0: Yeah, we can't even have a free market under any of these uh, legalizations that's going on. So, I also have in the show notes a link to New York City Mayor Adams' transcript where he discussed getting rid of these weed trucks pulling them off the streets and it looks like they're getting um tips from residents you know hey there's this truck here and it's selling weed and then they go respond to it and tell them
4: oh that's wonderful yeah yeah it just seemed like they're playing whack-a-mole with it though they're never gonna like grab all of these guys No,
0: it seems like there's an awful lot of there's,
4: them yeah by the by the way c brooklyn was talking about they're on all the corners you know yeah and that's another thing too is like a dude could drive off and another dude's gonna drive in on that spot exactly There's going to be more vans than spots, probably. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. They're fighting a losing battle, but they always are. They don't care. That doesn't stop them.
0: Nope. No. They still make their money. Yeah. Voters in at least seven Ohio cities will see decriminalization on the ballot. So that's exciting news if you live in those cities.
1: (laughs) Score.
0: Oklahomans for sensible marijuana laws got their signatures verified, but may not get their initiative on the ballot. Because they turned their signatures in like 48 days ago and just got the signatures verified because Oklahoma also decided to outsource to a third party to count these signatures Uh. or validate them. And uh, now the initiative has to go before the state Supreme Court to review the signature counts, which I guess they're doing to all the initiatives. I'm not sure. It didn't really say. Um, But then there's a 10-day process where the public can challenge the validity of the petition if the Supreme Court signs off on it. Uh, But August 29th is the deadline to formally certify measures for the ballot. So obviously with that 10-day window and waiting on the Supreme Court, they're not going to make that. Isn't that bullshit? Yeah. When they turned their signatures in like two months ago. Way ahead of the deadline. I
4: know. They should have that, told them way sooner. That
0: then an election, like, th- these officials involved in it can just hold it up just not to let it get on the ballot. Yeah,
4: that's just it's gross. gross. It's gross. And illegal. Should be illegal if it's not.
0: Yeah. and for Seems
4: what, very illegal.
0: For what it's worth, their initiative would allow folks over the age of 21 to purchase or possess an ounce of flower, grow up to six mature and six seedling plants home grow, place a 15% excise tax on recreational weed, and offer expungements. So, like, it's not a terrible yeah, initiative. It's, you it's know, not it's bad. It's got all the basics in it.
4: Tax a bit high, but...
0: Tax is definitely high, but all tax is high, because tax is fucked. No,
4: tax is bullshit, but 15% <laughs> is a fucking lot, dude.
0: Yeah. So, what? Well, hey, might not even be on the ballot to worry about it. Mm. And my final story for Behind the Curtain tonight is that Regulators in Oregon found a banned ingredient in two vaping products
2: mm. of which
0: eighteen thousand units were sold oh and then of God. course, uh they would let the two companies know that we're selling them, and they voluntarily took the remainders off the shelves in June. yeah, uh, this is something that's not listed as an ingredient because it falls under the artificial flavors hmm. statement that goes on those ingredient lists, and you know what it is what. Soybean oil. Oh, gross. Yeah. You know, FDA okays it to put it in your mouth and be eaten, but you probably don't want to inhale it. You probably don't want to eat it either. I just thought, ugh, that's gross. Soybean oil. And yeah, that they don't even have to list it. Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all I've got. Hey, we got to send karma out to the Rev. Yes, we do. Because he needs a new laptop.
4: Yeah needs some laptop action man I, laptop rest in peace yeah he's not able to produce the metal moment right now he's out there on the road and uh yeah you could contact uh revcybertrucker at com if you got an old machine it would be uh just laying around but happen to be able to produce like some i'm pretty sure he uses uh um audacity or something to record i don't know what his toolkit is but um yeah he needs, yeah, a, he needs some kind of a machine him. in the meantime uh we had a producer He had a bowler step up and uh have a stand in metal moment can you believe it uh in 4VX woo out of North Carolina coming in and uh stepping up to the plate oh, excited to hear it
2: In the bowl and in the morning, filling in for the great and powerful Rev Cybertrucker in tonight's Metal Moment, I'm Jonathan, a.k.a. N4VX. Tonight's Metal Moment shines the spotlight on Swedish band Avatar, formed in 2001 by drummer John Alfredson, guitarist Jonas Jarlsby, lead singer Johan Eckerstrom, bassist Henrik Sandlin, guitarist Simon Anderson, guitarist Tim Orström. The song of the night is Bloody Angel, coming off of album, "Hell the Apocalypse. This song, as well as the accompanying video, depict a torn individual who works as a Soviet officer in a labor camp. Dealing with his grief and regret and the impact it had on him, he struggles to return to his daily life with the heavy guilt following him. It gets to the point that he's come to the realization that no matter what he does, the guilt will never fade, and he's willing to succumb to it by calling upon the bloody angel to put him out of his misery.
4: All right.
0: That was excellent. There we go. M4VX.
4: Thank you for stepping up and uh, filling the gap uh, while the rev is without a machine. And uh, hopefully we can get something figured out for him here soon.
0: Oh, man, those Vikings know how to rock. No doubt. <laughs> They're bringing the heat. The men from the north. Some of my favorite metal. There you go. Fantastic. Fantastic.
4: Well, uh, we also love to hear from our bowlers. We're calling in uh, from all around the universe here. Weighing in on our First Time I Ever topic, which uh, goes through a little bit of changes every here and there, every week, come up with a new one. I've got a big list of them uh, that we try to work through as we go, and uh, sometimes we skip them, sometimes we go back to them. If you have an idea for a future one, you can always drop it in the chat, It's kind of where we get them, discuss them, where they are birthed. But this week, first time I ever regretted something.
0: Yeah, it fits with the song that I just played. That's
4: right. And, uh... I feel like uh, I'm going to regret hearing from this first caller. My name is Justin Lee. This is a notification call from our Department of
3: Tax, Debt, and Financial <laughs> Settlement Services. Oh, boy. There are new programs that can help
4: you reduce uh, or eliminate your debt completely. I'm not interested completely. new
0: programs, you robot. <laughs> Get
4: out of the bowl. Oh, uh, there you go.
0: It doesn't yep. happen well, often.
4: I think that Justin Lee heard that you say that we don't screen anything, so he figured it was his uh, chance. Damn it. It was his chance to squeeze one off. Yeah. No way. No how. Only this next color gets to squeeze them <laughs> off. Goddamn it.
5: Mm, I distinctly remember the first time I uh, regretted something. Uh, we were swimming in a pool in uh, Arizona at a hotel we were staying at while visiting friends of my mom's. Uh, on our way to California, because I, I well, I still have relatives in San Diego. We used to go there uh, quite a bit. Um. I love San Diego back in the eighties by the way. It was uh it's quite amazing and mystical, especially like the last time I went I was like fifteen. Uh, and it was still pretty uh it was in California by then. Uh so it was good pretty cool. Days. It was that that whole time when uh like the skating and everything was taken off. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, BMX, half pipe. Radical Uh, California. So California was kind of cool then. But anyways, back in Arizona, uh, one time when we went, I was five, uh, we were swimming in a pool, and it was before the age that I could really swim that well. Uh, I could, for some reason, swim for like a little ways and then sink like a rock. Mm. Uh, And my sister and I were playing with the jets on the side of a pool. My sister could like fully swim by then. So uh, you stick your finger in the jet coming out of the side of the pool, and it would, like, blow you out a ways. And it was kind of cool. You could, like, lift your legs up, and it would blow you out like it was a jet force or something blowing you Ooh. out. So uh, my Getting sister blown got out, out of the there. pool, and I think <laughs> she went up went up to the hotel room, and it was uh, my mom and my dad. And they were kind of, like, sitting on chase lounges. I think my mom was reading the book. My dad was, I don't know, smoking cigarettes or something or something. Enjoying a cocktail. Uh, Nice. But anyways, I I was in the pool singing Yellow Submarine, which has been a song of uh, uh, topic uh, quite recently, I think. JCD mentioned something about Darren playing that, which I've actually requested this from Darren before, requested a little Yellow Submarine from him before because of this incident. Uh, Interesting. But I was singing Yellow Submarine and then sticking my finger in that thing and I was like, uh my mom <laughs> heard me singing, and it was like, you know, we uh so, and then I just like the singing stopped. Uh and it blew me out into uh the deep end which was over my head and I think I swam for like uh I don't know, a good two, three seconds before I sank to the bottom like a rock. Damn. Uh and my mom kinda like put the book down and looked around like where where did he go? Uh, and I was at the bottom, and she said, she looked into the water. My eyes were like, uh, uh biggest uh, plate saucers.
1: Oh, oh, oh what man. a cliffhanger.
4: Oh. oh, my God, the moment. You want to hear part two? Yes,
1: please. <laughs>
5: That's you with a cliffhanger for, for, for a second, right? Yes, yeah. indeed. It like, did Net Net survive? Yeah. <laughs> That's did what his mom must
4: have, have felt, what survive. we all just felt.
5: So, um, anyways, uh... Yeah, so my mom (laughs) dove to my rescue, and, uh, uh, I was almost climbing on top of her head, uh, getting out of the pool, uh, and she had to, like, calm me down, and then finally I got out, and, uh, I think she (laughs) said the first thing I said was, the lights were so bright down there, and it was, like, the big pool lights that were uh, lighting up the pool. I remember (laughs) seeing, my eyes were, like, wide open, uh. But, yeah, that's the first time I ever regretted uh, doing something. I regret sticking my fingers in those little jets and almost drowned you. Oh, how,
4: yeah. In the smoker. In the smoker, NetNet. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> ITS.
4: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: Oh, man. When NetNet first started talking about those uh, so, yeah, Net- jets.
4: Yeah, NetNet regrets being blown out by the jets in the <laughs> hotel pool.
0: <laughs> Made me think of... I think it's called Guts by Chuck Polanuk.
4: Oh, Piloni. I know what you're right? talking about. I don't know
0: how to say his last name. I'm sorry. Polanuk. Polanuk, yeah. Yeah.
4: I know what story you're talking about. Yeah, that's a nasty one.
0: That is a nasty one. He was playing with the jets too. Yeah,
4: I think the jet went the other direction in his story.
0: <laughs> Sunk in jet, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, he wasn't blowing out.
0: Well, then it's not a jet. It's like a filter or something. Yeah, I it's don't. like
4: some kind of a drain or an intake Ugh. to the filter. I was
0: triggered though. Fucking with pool mechanisms. Have uh, you fucking triggered?
4: <laughs> oh oh we have a recall. Oh of course.
0: Damn anyway, it, yeah,
5: I'm a little bit out of it tonight. Hey. Uh, you can tell that first call I was rambling or whatever, but uh I just wanted to call back and correct uh and say, In
0: the bowl <laughs> Aww. In, the, in bowl, the bowl, Ned Ned. We love you. Uh, See you know, you say the wrong thing, it's just a sign of being in the bowl. in yeah. the bowl, sir. Yeah. It happens.
4: It does happen to the best of us. Yeah. And the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. You remember the first thing you ever regretted?
0: Yeah, probably trying to spin on my tippy toe like a ballerina and breaking my big toe. <laughs> hey,
4: what's this now all about?
0: <laughs> <Dope>. <laughs> yeah. I was in the bad. <laughs> it's all oh, bad. Okay. God. I was like, I, I was real young. I mean, I had to probably five or something, or six. Old enough to remember it. Although, I guess maybe you just remember horrific things that happened to you. Um, But I just, I was like really into ballet and I wanted to do point, you know? Right. And, uh, but when you're little, you are like, oh, your ankles aren't strong enough. You're not, you know. They won't let you till you're you're like a certain age. Yeah, you gotta be like 16. And uh, we'll let you wear the flats, like those comfy, like slipper ballets. You gotta be 16. But how old were you? When I started doing point for real. When you broke your foot. I'm going to say six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, I was in the bathtub and I thought, oh, <laughs> which God. is already like so bad. This is bad. getting
4: worse as we go. I told
0: you. So like, I, you know, I don't really regret anything, <laughs> but this was just stupid. Okay. <laughs> I feel stupid now. Um, It's the weed. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try and do a spin like on my big toe because I think my big toe can support me because I had no understanding of like the reinforcement of a point shoe or how, you know, any of it. Like, I was just dumb because I was a kid. And so I did. I (laughs) fucking put my full, I like hopped onto the top tippity top of my big toe, you know, like as if I was a a point ballerina and the shoe was my toe right and did the fucking spin and dude my toe bent in a way that no toes should bend gross and you know what i did nothing <laughs> i tried to fucking i didn't tell anyone dude <laughs> oh i never my got God. my toe looked at i tried to like make a fucking tourniquet for it or something <laughs> like i just remember I was like maybe i can put a popsicle stick under it wow look at that and I just had a fucked up toe for a while. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> uh,
4: uh, yeah, well, that was a major rickert. No
0: shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I broke it. Like I said, I never went to, I never told anyone. So you just left it, you let it go? Yeah.
4: Is that why you do the creepy toe or whatever it I is? I think
0: so, yeah. I can, like, pop my toes. And I always do it on Spence. Like, I'll put my feet up on him and then I'll crack my toes and, like, pop them in weird directions. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm listening to music, you know, like instead of tapping your foot, like I'll just pop my toes. <laughs> oh my God, those are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? Some,
4: uh, some people like it, I'm sure.
0: Uh, that's true. You know, I'm sure there's a market for this, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. The goofy toe, that's what I call it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It doesn't look half bad. Yeah, it looks okay. I was young enough that it repaired itself. I guess, I guess. so. Yeah,
4: it doesn't look uh, broken no. anymore. Oh, this was a long time ago.
0: It was not a good situation. It's <laughs> messed up. And I didn't have any siblings to tattle on me either. Oh, so, oh my god, my secret was safe with myself, and now all the bowlers know.
4: <laughs> nice.
0: I did some stupid shit in the bathtub. There you have it.
4: <laughs> well, this next collar might be in the bathtub still. Bowlers,
0: bowlerito.
3: Boloritos, <laughs> boloritas, bolorinos. Bol.
4: This is the transcript. That keeps on regretted something. I hey, think that's it. Um, yes, indeed. You that's know. It.
3: That's a difficult one. Um.
4: I thought so too. Hmm. I did to think about it.
3: I guess might not be the first time, but it's one that sticks out. Uh, when I was in school, high school, uh, probably 10th or, or 11th grade, um, I, I played trombone in band and I was all right. I was never into trombone, but I was into band and, uh, I liked all the instruments and shit, so I stuck with trombone, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shit I hated the most was tryouts for solo and ensemble contests, where they the the people in charge of the region. So it started with like region, yeah, area, and then state. And so a region, of course, you have these these band directors that are judges. They pick out a selection from a piece. That's technically challenging. You play it uh, in front of judges after practicing for many months, and they determine whether or not you get to make the all-region band. And if you do, you get a chance to trial for all area. And if you do that, you get a chance to trial for all state.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I was good enough to make all-region with the solo, and I always enjoyed the ensembles. Uh, a lot Because you get to play with other good players Right And um I guess the regret would be With solo With the solo uh Stuff Not Not going any further than region Like mm. the ensembles I did always did well To go to area or state sometimes But solo I just didn't like Doing that shit by myself like, Yeah, The scales always fucked with me Until like it clicked that the scales are just made up of intervals, and the intervals between the notes don't change. It's just the note you start on that changes. Yeah. But I didn't get that early on. Anyway, long story short, I regretted not ever trying out past region, not going to area, because once I got and made the region band, I had a lot of fun.
1: So-
4: Hold on, there's a follow up.
3: Blah blah blah. Ramble ramble ramble. <laughs> Band nerd bullshit. Uh, Band nerd alert. Uh oh. No, um yeah, I, I didn't like the solo uh region. Just I just didn't like trying out. By myself. You had to sit in front of this room of everybody
1: <clears throat>
3: and um play the selection. And the scales always fucked me up. I could memorize the the music, the selection and work on my dynamics and whatever the bullshit they were looking for scales always hooked me up but i i usually made it and then then it was satisfying to be in the region band and play all this cool music i i never aspired for first chair or even playing first part because the second and third parts um had all the cool notes all the harmonies all the notes that determined. The chord, like any Jamoke can play the melody of a song, but like being a strong player and playing the the chords, the notes, in the chords behind the melody, like that's the part I really enjoyed um, and like I said, I wasn't in the trombone, really, but I didn't suck at it. uh, I did well enough, and to me, just just hearing the The notes that determine the chord, so like you know it's those second and third parts that determine if the chord's major or minor yep. or diminished or augmented, you know it's the second and third parts that are going to add that seventh note to make it really nice and dissonant yeah uh the first parts are always like bullshit, right know? it's always the top line uh of the the music it's always the the melody usually, and it's not that exciting. But my regret would be not continuing that further and trying out for area or state, even though I could have. I was qualified. Mm. I never did. And uh, would much have changed had I done that? No, probably not. Because what was I going to do? Be a performance major for trombone? You know, you can only make so many jokes about doing it in seven different positions. Then the real trombone nerd chimes in, yeah, it's 64 with variations. Like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> Nobody's playing with your dick anyway. Oof. Go put some fucking Slido mix on that slide.
4: You've been told. Anyway,
3: I love you guys. Love you. Bowl on. Bowl every day. No gutter balls. Big <laughs> whammy, big whammy, no money, no wait. Ah, man, see, I'm too high.
1: Nah, what's that, Calling
3: <laughs> I'm calling, being, leaving a voicemail, trying to be funny. Funny looking.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Oh, there's a stick. <laughs>
3: you look like a man who needs a smoker in his life.
0: For real. Love you, Fletch.
4: Thanks for the ring, Fletch.
0: Always well, good. What about your uh, first regret?
4: Man, the first time I ever regret anything uh, was probably only seven or eight or something. Yeah? We were tripping out east to uh, Massachusetts. Uh-oh. <laughs> we went by way of St. Louis first, like St. Louis was our first stop. And uh, went to the Arch, the Gateway Arch. And I was like freaked out about heights in very specific ways back then when I was super young. Including, I didn't like going up to, uh, in, inside of places with a very high ceiling. And like looking up would freak me out. Thought I was going to float up to the ceiling for some fucking reason and get stuck up there. I don't know why. But the, the thing that was getting me this time was just the heights in general and going up to the very top of that arch thing. Um, but I was like, well, I'll do it. I'll like stick up and do it, you know. My little sister no. was doing it. My parents were going to do it. And then in the gift shop, so you go down into like under the arch in order to get up in there. Okay. You have to go down in like down concrete stairs and down into kind of like an underground gift shop slash museum area thing, you know. And then there's the entrance to a little elevator that rides you to the top. And it's all like a weird cage car thing and you get in and you kind of ride it. It's kind of Ferris wheelish or something. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's like, there's nothing I've ever seen that's quite exactly like it. It's like a perfect marriage between an elevator and a carousel cage. Or okay. a uh, Ferris wheel cage. So anyway, I'm like, eh, yeah, it looks interesting. But then I walk by and they've got this display, this like TV display and it's like simulating. It's, the whole thing is about uh, how the arch is designed to be flexible you know to hand so it won't break or like sure and uh they've got this like simulation of high like 70 mile an hour winds and the arch is just like swaying in the wind and it's just like something about seeing that arch wobbling was just like i am not doing it and i didn't go yeah. up and then like the whole rest of the trip even i just kind of was like bummed out that i'd fucking pussied out and didn't do it i was like yeah i should have seen it
0: yeah so have you been back to the Arch I and seen it?
4: Yeah, in college I went up there when I was like a freshman in college.
0: Is it worth it?
4: It's cool, yeah. It's definitely worth it. It's a unique experience. It's like you can't go up in the Arch anywhere, anywhere else. There's only one of them.
0: Yeah. See, I've never done the Arch, but I'd do one.
4: <laughs> it's cool. It's worth it.
0: Uh, See, it in the chat brought up. There was someone else who had the floating ceiling trip, Oh, it was And Fletch. it was Fletcher, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Because I hadn't heard that before either. He's until the only he was that, on Bulls of he,
4: He's the only person other than me that I've known of that's had that weird thing. But like Sam's, I used to, I didn't used to like to go to Sam's Club because that ceiling A was like huge light. warehouse ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably Costco would be the same issue. Um, yeah, walk up there and look up. I don't know. I don't know why. Just thought like it was gonna like my feet were gonna leave the ground. Like my feet would get all tingly. Oof. I don't know. Like you ever wake up in the middle of the night because you feel like your bed is tipping. And you get some kind of weird equilibrium thing that like wakes you up and like you wake up and like sit up really hard and try to catch yourself because you just feel like the bed's spinning or like you're being tipped out of bed.
0: I felt like I'm falling, but not that the bed was tipping. Yeah. But I felt like I was like falling, free falling.
4: I think it's just like an equilibrium thing. Yeah. I'm I'm just like fucked up. (laughs) Just sometimes. Certain scenarios.
0: Well, there's more of you out there. Yeah. Clearly.
4: (laughs) Must be. I used to think that uh, this one took me a while to think about because mainly I wanted to get the first, you know? Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm like, what really was the first? Because I could have come up with all kind of bullshit, you know, But uh, of that I've regretted. But, like, what's the first? And then I used to think, like, uh, guilt and regret are weak emotions. You know what I mean? I used to think there's, like, no point in guilt, no point in regret. But then, like, when I got older, I thought guilt and regret aren't weak emotions. Guilt and regret just represent, like, mistakes you haven't learned from yet Mm. and so you still carry the guilt and the regret like you wish you would have done it different but you haven't like quite learned the lesson or made the change you need to make to avoid that forever and then once you do that the guilt and regret you're able to like let go of that yeah because then you're you have a little bit of gratitude for like well that made me better and i'll never you know have that problem again i'll never spin on my big toe in the bathtub again exactly
0: well you know me I've been very cautious ever since
2: then. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there, there we go. I'm knocking on wood. This next caller is anything, uh, anything but cautious.
2: Regret nothing. Apologize never. <laughs> Deny limits. In the bowl. In the bowl.
4: In the bowl. <laughs> Black man of the apocalypse <laughs> Calling in. Um. Uh, he had a great movie night last night. Did you see any of that? Did you see some of that? You saw a little bit of I that. I
0: saw a little bit. I heard the sounds. Yeah. I had to work last night, so.
4: Titties were involved. Then I had to fucking sage the whole place down, because you know. Yeah. Like, when Boobery brings it out, then you gotta, like, you gotta take it in, you gotta unpack it, and then you gotta have a cleanse, and then you gotta, you're good.
0: Yeah, I had to turn off some kids' toys that were talking by themselves. Ah, Which see? doesn't happen often. Yeah. And it, it like, Usually it's just during storms, mm-hmm. but it must have just been an energy. Well, storm. Energy blast. So I was like, okay, it was the alphabet count, a oh, little caterpillar. Movies. Oh, yeah. And yeah. So it was just doing the ringtone over and over again. The last time the alphabet count started talking by itself, it was saying L, L, L. And I was like, are you talking to me? <laughs> and I started walking towards it. And then it was like, G. Gee, and it I was just like, okay, that's enough. Turned that's it enough. Off, took the batteries out.
4: <laughs> uh, that's how you get it.
2: I could have ended it anytime I wanted.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was tough for me. Uh I, I think I already said this, but I don't really f- I don't really feel any regret, you know. Like even the the toe thing, like I look back and I just laugh about it now. But I definitely was on, like, a, okay, I really need to be careful not to ruin this body because I only have one of them, and, like, yeah. it's kind of fragile, I guess. was <laughs> kind of how my brain worked there. I right. I had to think of my oh, shit moments. Right. is more so, like, where I categorize them. Makes sense. Yeah, and there's, like, a lot of death came to mind, like, losing people close to me and, like, oh, I would love to have said this to them, or I would right. love to, t-, but it's, like, post-mortem thoughts you know yeah it's like so i was like that's not a regret though
4: you'd never be uh in the mindset to go there
0: yeah so yeah this was a tough one for me maybe next week will be a little bit easier well next
4: week uh we did have a suggestion i saw in the chat earlier uh about the first time i ever reconnected with a lost passion mm. which is interesting because that could be a, a hobby or a person or a whatever to let your boat
0: passion, Yeah.
4: passion it's open C dubs in the chat.
0: C dubs is the first time I ever master. He's good at I'm coming up sure with I'm pretty sure he had the regrets suggestion too. I think so. Yeah. So we could go with that.
4: We could go with yeah. uh played magic. We could go with uh Oh, I'm crossing oh, off regretted something.
0: Magic to Gathering?
4: Uh Magic to Gathering or Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh like played any uh trading card game? I think that was discussed last week at some point.
0: Yeah, it was a uh, attorney guy.
4: Um Let's see. We talked about being Went to the DMV, changed jobs.
0: Um, got Fired, I think is was one.
4: Mm-hmm. Got Drunk, Found a Dead Animal.
0: First time you ever got drunk? We haven't done that? We, right, got, we did, drunk got drunk on, on a boat. boat. It was a specific one. Yeah, All it right. was Got
4: Drunk on a Boat. Um, You yeah, pick. You, you always ask me. Oh, man. Just because I have the list. It's yeah. just natural to ask you. All right, uh, right. Let's go with the one. Let's just go with the re- uh, reconnecting with the Lost Passion. First thing you mentioned. Okay. Got brought up. By you, I mean me. Talking to myself now. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold. And on our way to the lane, uh, I did want to mention Harvhat coming in with a boost CLI boost of 42.69.
0: So all right. cheers, my brother. Up. Thanks, Harvhat.
4: Cheers, cheers. And he says, Did I boost yet? Man, I'm so high. Wow. I am <laughs>
3: really high.
4: Yeah. Well, you're not the only one. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. So, uh, This almost made my top three, but it didn't. China's futuristic air train levitates through the air 33 feet above the ground.
4: Wow.
0: But I wrote the headline exactly as written in my show notes, and I put a sick because they, uh, this was reported in India, and they wrote leviates instead of levitates. Oof. Yeah but yeah it's known as the red rail it's a maglev train so it uses magnets to repel it <laughs> up to mm. this track in the air and uh, i guess it can go 50 miles per hour and carry 88 people on a 2600 foot long track so uh you know china showing off their uh rare earth elements that they have over there being like these uh Strong magnets. But I don't know. I I I look at this and I'm like, how strong? You know? Like what if the wind blows? What if there's an earthquake? Can a train pass it in the other direction? Mm, These questions are not answered. This was the first I ever heard of this Maglev train. So a Tennessee couple broke into a church to play piano on their first date. They just met on a nap. Nice. Yeah, a 19-year-old and a 20-year-old. I guess they just really wanted to play piano, and they were like, where can we find a piano to play? Oh, a church. So they went to a church and were shocked and surprised to find an unlocked door, so they went in and played piano for like 30 minutes, but then they stole four Bibles, two drumsticks, and a collection plate. So the pastor came in the next morning and was like, what? There's stuff missing. Called the cops. Uh, reviewed the security footage, and saw them clearly. So they were uh, caught up with and immediately admitted to it and returned the items. And now they're being charged with misdemeanor theft and felony burglary. Oh, gee. Yeah. I was just confused. Like, if you both play the piano and you want to play piano so bad, why doesn't one of you have a piano?
4: Yeah, you think. at least a
0: keyboard, you know? Yeah, something. And then also, like, I want to play a piano. You know what? A church actually wasn't the first place that comes to mind for me. I was thinking of, like, those street pianos. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a Missouri thing or what, Or city thing. It's probably a city yeah, thing. Yeah, you got to be in a like, city. At, like, a piano's out on the streets. That's free for everyone to play. Or in a mall, an instrument shop. You know, that came to my mind, too. But they're obviously closed after hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But so is the dang old church. Just goofy such a goofy story,
4: yeah you'd think that would be like uh something that you'd get a slap on their store or something I don't know
0: yeah unless especially you with caused, their age cause damage nineteen and twenty but unless like they they're can. adults yeah who no, knows yeah no they stole it they stole the Bibles and the drumsticks and the collection plate. yeah that that part's dumb it is pretty dumb yeah an eight year old Found a fossilized shark tooth in South Carolina That's like 4.75 inches long Nice Yeah um, This kid, his name's Riley He's an avid fisherman and loves the outdoors So when his parents went to Myrtle v- Beach for vacation They decided to stop by this Palmetto Fossil Excursions Where uh, they own 100 acres The folks that run this place And what they do is they go excavate fossil layers from other locations where they're planning to put buildings or whatever. And then they bring all the dirt back to their hundred acre pit and let visitors pay money to sift through it and find fossils. And uh, you get to keep your fossil that you find. So this kid found this big old tooth uh, that they think belonged to the angustident. Never heard of it, but it's a prehistoric shark. Maybe related to the megalodon. But maybe not, because who knows? Uh, and they, they think that it lived like 33 million years ago. That was funny. Nice. Yeah, 33 Pop it up again.
4: You got a couple 33s on the lanes in there.
0: Yeah. Uh, recently discovered sea bugs can grow up to 1.5 feet and eat an entire alligator corpse.
4: Holy crap.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know... Why these researchers were doing this, but they decided to take some humanely euthanized gators from Louisiana and put them on the floor of the Gulf of Mexico and see what turned up. And uh, within 24 hours, these isopods emerged and they straight up look like the alien out of alien, like the face hugger thing. Um, And it took them 51 days, but they ate that whole alligator, this little group of sea bugs. Uh, Their Latin name or whatever is Bathynomus yucatanensis. And uh, they exist in tropical temperature areas in the deep ocean. So this was just off the Yucatan Peninsula where they were watching them. And I guess they don't hunt for food. They just scavenge. So, you know, they're not a threat or anything. But uh, they just look like rice in the ocean Mm. if you look at them from above. But if you see them up close, kind of creepy. Yeah, they all they kind of remind me of a uh like a horseshoe crab. Okay. You know, like a shell on the back and then lots of little feet underneath. Yeah. A Georgia man accidentally shot himself and three other people with a single bullet at Walmart. Wow. Yeah, this is
4: only at walmart
0: really a terrible story uh this 29 year old decided he wanted to carry a gun but didn't have a holster or anything to secure it in so he just tucked it into his waistband
4: never and
0: uh, walked himself to the deli at walmart also a bad idea and the gun fell down his pant leg mm. so he decided well, i don't think he decided i think he kind of panicked and he like grabbed at it yep and he pulled the trigger and shot a bullet through his leg, which then ricocheted and hit three women in the leg.
4: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Two middle-aged women women, and one elderly woman. So, uh, I mean, they're all okay, but no one wants to get shot in the leg when oh, they go to Walmart, sucks. you know?
4: It reminds me of the FBI guy dancing and shooting his gun.
0: Oh, gosh, that video is so cringe.
4: Definitely. And he didn't
0: get any charges, did he? No. No, he got off because he's a fed. But this guy, I'm sure, is in some hot water. Yeah. You know? It's always when you stand old.
4: down and pick it up cuz you're freaked out. Like the gun, you could drop the gun a 100 times and it's going to be fine. And then right. you pick it up and uh idiot pull the trigger.
0: Yeah. Yep. But you know, lowest common denominator of people I won't worry. So.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Don't put a gun in your basketball oh shorts, gosh. man. It's not going to hold. It's too heavy, dog.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so bad. Uh an elderly woman drove her SUV into the second floor of the South Shore Plaza Mall, a.k.a. what I call the Braintree Mall, in Massachusetts this week. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Your Mall? I've taken you there. Yeah. The one. Nice. Was, I mean, like I've never been to the Mall of America, Take so that, I'm like, mall. this is a big mall.
4: <laughs> Take that, Braintree Mall.
0: Yeah. You ever make to the Galleria Mall in Taunton?
4: I'm not sure. That was
0: my mall growing up, but it's gone now. Um, I don't yeah. think so. Well, anyway, so what happened is there's this parking garage attached to the Brain Tree Mall, and then there's of course automatic doors where you can enter and whatever. And there had been an accident, I guess, so they took out the safety post in front of the automatic doors on the second level. Hmm. And so this old lady's on her phone, just confused as a bat. And uh, decides to drive her car through those automatic doors right into the mall. And not just the mall, but the second floor. Oh, God. But then instead of being like, oh, shit, I'm in the mall, she just keeps driving. She got like 60 yards down the pedestrian walkway and had all these security guards and people screaming at her. You know, stop, stop. She hit a planter and other items. Uh, People had to jump into stores to get out of her way. So um, you know, finally they got her to stop and just took her out of the car and said, Hey, we're taking you to the hospital to be evaluated and then she was deemed an immediate threat and had her license suspended. Yeah. Rightfully so I would say. But man, she was driving a nice Lincoln SUV. I bet. Yeah. That's funny. And then
4: if she would have played it more cool, I mean uh
0: She could've just backed out.
4: I see cars in the mall when they're doing a giveaway.
0: Yeah, there are collars in the mall, but they're usually on the first floor. That's true. This was the second floor, like the walkway. Oh, gosh. And the, the videos like that I saw of people posting from their cell phones were so funny. Most people are just like, oh, look at her go. <laughs> like, look at the little old lady. <laughs> and then, of course, there is like the official media video, which was a cop in the car backing it out slowly. Oh, goodness. Yeah, she committed, though. She committed. She kept going. She's the little old
4: lady from Massachusetts.
0: (laughs) Her car got stuck right in front of (laughs) Tord. Rough.
4: Yeah, that's Uh, rough, kid.
0: That's rough. Wicked fucking stupid.
4: (laughs) So smart. It's fucking retarded.
0: (laughs) Uh, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania man on vacation in Delaware found a rare. Purple pearl in his order of clams.
4: All right, all right, all right, all yeah. right.
0: You know, he was sucking down that last clam, took a bite, and felt something crunchy in his mouth. You can't suck yes. me. And he was like, oh, shit, there's something in my clam. Pulled it out and was like, oh, it's a bead. Then saw the indentation in the clam and was like, oh, shit, it's a pearl. Nice. Yeah, and it's like perfectly round in a beautiful lavender color. So, uh, the media guesstimates it could be worth $600 to $1,600. Uh, keeping it. Yeah. That's what the dude said. He said, oh, my kids are keeping it as a souvenir. Yeah. It's, like, great for your collection.
4: Six to 1600 yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it at that number for sure.
0: Yeah. Sentimentally worth a lot more than that. Mm-hmm.
4: Might, like, wrap it in something or, you know, jewelify it somehow.
0: Yeah, exactly. That would be cool. But for now, just, you know, hang on to it and show people the lavender pearl. Mm-hmm. And tell him the great story. And man, I'm glad he didn't break his tooth on that. No doubt. Or break the pearl. I don't know how strong on the moss hardness scale a pearl is. Yeah, I'm not sure A human umbilical cord was found in someone's luggage at the New Orleans airport. New Orleans. Nowlands. Nowlands. Yeah, this was a passenger from Honduras and uh when they say umbilical cord like it had the clamp on it it was the clamped part where they cut it you know right so i was like eh, i could kind of see how someone would keep on to that or hold on to that for sentimental reasons when their kid's born it's kind of gross but yeah i have cord stumps for my kids which is grosser that's the belly button part that falls off eventually Mm. (laughs) but anyways regardless um They were pulled aside and asked about it because it was like two cord clamps with the cord in it and uh, a medical wristband. And they just said, oh, it belongs to a relative. So TSA took it and incinerated it, that stuff, uh, because you can't bring like tissue (laughs) into the country. Human
4: tissue. Um,
0: But what's weird is they said in this article that the same thing happened at the end of June with another passenger from Honduras who had umbilical cords and pregnancy tests and uh medical wristbands in their luggage so that's i They're guess a like, thing yeah. in the hunters. weird it, maybe it's a good luck charm hmm. yeah uh, but at the end of the article they just highlighted the importance of knowing what's in your bag
4: yeah no doubt <laughs>
0: yeah definitely important when traveling you've got
4: to absolutely know
0: yeah especially when flying Jeebus. Oh, another story out of Tennessee. A woman was charged with an inmate's murder after an alleged meth-laced kiss. Wow. Yeah. Now, the incident happened back in February when this girl went to visit her boyfriend in jail. And uh, he's doing time for he's on an 11-year sentence on drug-related charges. And uh, I guess that she passed this baggie of meth from her mouth to his, and then he swallowed it, and it was a half ounce of meth, so he died.
4: Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um. So this past week, she was arrested, and uh, arrested on charges of second-degree murder and introduction of contraband into a penal facility.
1: Uh,
4: you said penal?
0: Oh, uh, penal. So, yeah. Tennessee, what's up this week? <laughs> <laughs> And my final story for the lanes tonight is that the Greater Vancouver Zoo has closed after their wolves escaped last token Tuesday.
4: Oh, here's for the wolves, man.
0: Yeah, they made it. They escaped. Uh, but I guess it's uh, kind of suspicious how they got out and they think that people dug a hole and vandalized the place and let them out because the wolves out. they said that uh, there were some other animals released from their pens. And there's been a um, an animal... Rights activist group kind of on their ass in recent times because they had to euthanize an emaciated moose. Ugh, uh, which doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Was but it the TLO? I don't know.
4: scout camp. The TLO would sometimes attack. They were Uh-oh. the. They were the Turtle Liberation Organization.
0: What?
4: Yeah, so the Nature Lodge always had this turtle pit, right? And, you know, red-eared box turtles are fairly common all Definitely over Definitely common, know. yeah. So uh, anybody would find a turtle, they'd bring it to the Nature Lodge and keep it in the little turtle pit, you know, where they were fed and they had the yeah. access to water and people could watch the turtles. And then they'd let them go at the end of the whatever, you know. But the TLO would sometimes come in the night and uh, let them go early. Uh and then there'd be no more turtles. And then you'd have Lemos. to find more turtles. The <laughs>
0: turtle <pit>. <laughs> <laughs> How many kids pick up turtles, you know? And TLO is going to get them all. Uh, this was actually the group RAP. Report all poachers and polluters. Oh, boy. It sounded like fun. Yeah. But yeah, they said that uh, the gate was cut. And there was a pretty deep hole and some vandalism. So, mm. I don't know. Those deep holes will they, sneak up on you. They got most of the wolves, but there are a few still missing. Ah. Yeah, so I hope they're okay.
4: Good luck, wolves. Be free.
0: (laughs) Be free, my wolfies.
4: And hey, these bowlers can be free to do what they do. But we thank them for hanging out for another Riveting Bowl. And another Token Tuesday in the books. That's right. We'll be seeing you again next Tuesday and every other Tuesday in the foreseeable future for that matter. Right here, same spot. Nine central right arounds abouts. So we take over the No Agenda stream once uh, DHM plug wraps up. And, of course, you can find us in all of the podcast apps.
0: Bowl after bowl.
4: I have been Sir Spencer, Wolf Kansas City.
0: And I've been DeLorean. Till next time, may your bowls burn ever brighter.
2: Bowl till he's sick. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl dot com. Clothing is optional, the pot is not. Down, I... well, The bowl after bowl guy. I also know a thing or two about cannabis. Give me a
3: drink, and give me some champagne. It's a bar right here. Here's a vodka cranberry again. Look at those guys, wow! You
1: want some cookies?